Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and €1,000 cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finances made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required. Subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie. Two years ago in 2012, a crack duo, one martial arts expert and surprisingly good mimic, the other a weapons specialist and professionally bearded, were sent to separate recording stations thousands of miles apart to do an 80s and 90s action commentary podcast for a crime they happily committed. Something James Spader told them about that involved an industrial drum of coconut butter hand lotion and a common household whisk. These men promptly created a passion-filled wave of action adoration that swept throughout the internet underground. Today, still wanted by Steven Seagal for making one too many jokes about his expanding gut and knitted hair, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you love action, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you should be listening to Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentaries. This podcast, people, explodes. Hello, and welcome to the second installment of the Christmas special of Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass-Kid Commentary Podcast. I am Dr. Action. And I am the Kick-Ass-Kid. And in accordance with certain um, European treaties that were recently signed, this podcast episode is being recorded on the highly glazed, bulbous stomach of Harry Seacombe. One by buy for sale is going cheap. Only seven guineas. That or thereabouts. Is that an actual song by Harry Seacom? It's in uh, the film Oliver. No, I've never seen all the way that all the way through. Oliver, Oliver, never before has a boy asked for more. <laughs> <laughs> It's not unlike our expert, uh, The Punisher musical. It's very similar. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay, yeah. so we don't need to do a commentary for Oliver then. No, no, no. It's, it's very similar because it's, it's, um, it's basically where a bunch of people sing fairly tuneless stuff uh, about what is already going on on the screen. You know what I mean? I've seen this stuff. Frey's a bit of a... She likes musicals, so she's got it. Yeah. She's Do you want to, can we put Oliver on? You can put on Oliver on. I'm going to go in the other room. Yeah, I'm going to go in the other room and quietly watch my soul die. <laughs> get my get my dog to fuck my arm again. That'd be more enjoyable. <laughs> it does have a, a lovely scene with Leonard Rossiter in it, uh, where he plays the drunk Undertaker. My God. My God. Somebody's dead. <laughs> 
True story. Um, but unfortunately, Ronnie, Col- Ronnie Corbett is not in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not what it is. No. But he is in um, that movie. Uh, well, he's in Fierce Creatures, of course. But he's also in uh, Burke and Hare. Ronnie Corbett. <clears throat> Ronnie Corbett is in Burke and Hare. I've not seen Burke and Hare. Is it good? I actually rather enjoyed it. <clears throat> I thought of Peg's more recent work and John Landis's later movies. It was one of the better ones. I shall seek it out and I shall watch the shit out of it. Then. I shall seek it out and I will put my eyeballs on it <laughs> like a filthy little testicle. I shan't listen, though. I shall watch it with subtitles on. I, will, I shall watch it with subtitles on and pretend I'm watching a foreign film yes. by <laughs> Jean-Luc Bichard. The wonderful uh, French uh, Australasian uh, yeah. Jonathan Landis, Landis, uh, Titties, Simon Pig, and Andrew Sakis, starring Bacon Hill. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And uh, yes, I watch it with subtitles on and in black and white. I'll turn the colour down on my television. <laughs> I watch it in black and white, and in the background, in the background, I will play some Chopin. Chopin. Yes. And uh, I'll proceed to come. Oh, <laughs> oh it's good. It's always good. Yeah. It's always good to come. <laughs> Mama told me not to come. But I said, Mama fuck off. <laughs> I said, but fuck off. I need to. I need to, otherwise my balls will explode. Um, that's the other thing, of course. We can always record uh, on the highly polished face of Tom Jones. Oh, yes. Yes, I always like Burning that. down the house! What's <laughs> <laughs> that? Good God! What's that burning? Burning yeah, down the house! <laughs> pussycat, pussycat, you're so willing and I'm so something to cover you. Cover you all in my sweet little juicy juice of pussycat. Whatever it goes. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> I don't know how it goes. I'm not I a big pres- Tom Jones fan. I presume it's about Tom Jones spreading his love juice on a man man's. Yeah. I'm Tom Jones and I like to come on tip. <laughs> <laughs> but I keep my hat on. <laughs> I can keep my hat on. But I'm coming yeah. on your tips. <laughs> Uh, that's the un- that's the 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 like the undercurrent of every. Do you want to go person. again, Tom, with that recording? <laughs> no, let, no, let's keep it like that. I, <laughs> I think we got a brilliant take there. <laughs> I'm going to take drunk. Tom Jones. We'll leave it at that, shall we? <laughs> I'm going to go get drunk and have some cheese on toast. And watch old episodes of Fireman Sam. <laughs> With my old pal, Clefillin. And Ali Jones. And Ali Jones, who's got to be blowing me. <laughs> he likes to suck Tom Jones yeah. off while we're watching the storm, and we'll be walking in the fucking air. I look down and I see. Now listen, Alan, give us a bit of that walking in the air now. <laughs> and he goes, Ooh! We're walking. I, I hold his nuts while he does it so they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't drop too much. It's like butter in my hair. It's so good. Oh, I crush them between my knees. I do. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
true story. That happens. It's and then afterwards, afterwards, we all <laughs> we all get a big pile of cheese on toast. And while listening to Richard Button doing Under Milk Wood, we all wank off on the toast. Right on my wife's back. <laughs> it's, old it's a beautiful Christmas miracle. <laughs> the dog gets filling for BBC Wales. Yes. And the funny thing is, is that the reasoning behind this tradition is lost in time. But we still do it, see? We don't question the old ways. It's the old dark word, Welsh ways. Oh, it's the old dark black Bible black ways. Like under milk wood. Yes, we love it. We love to do that. By Aaron. Dylan Thomas! <laughs> <laughs> I always wear a cagoule when I'm on the valley. <laughs> oh, yes. It's always bloody rainy. I do like a cagoule. <laughs> Tom Wales. Jones and his... Ah, <laughs> oh, Wales. Tom Jones and his, his famous anthem about um, pyrotechnics. Pyromania, rather. Burning mm. down the house. So, did you have a good Christmas then, dude? Having a Christmas, I got drunk yeah. and was bitten by a dog. <laughs> as it as it should be. As it should be, that, yeah, that's the, the Brooklyn the way. Christmas. <laughs> what did you get for Christmas? Anything good? Uh, yes, I got uh, f- I got a CD. Yeah. Um, I got a flashlight made out of a battery, which is awesome little gadget um, that my friend, my scientist friend Meg sent me. And I also got a T-shirt. Uh, from Meg, I bought myself a couple of calendars. I saw um, that, and uh, I believe I have something else in the mail. Oh, and uh, with the uh, proceeds and uh, donations of people buying my new album, uh, "Catch Up or Don't See If I Care" by Miscellaneous Plumbing Fixtures, now available over at miscplumbingfixtures.bandcamp.com. Uh, I was able to uh, go onto a wonderful little service which will aggregate my album out to iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, all over the place. So soon you won't be able to move on the internet for my musical endeavours. The internet should be renamed the Kick-Ass Kid Net because you're just all over that The K-A-K Net. You have to say closely and carefully otherwise people will think, what do you mean? KKK? No, no, no. K-A-K. What? Hey? KKK? No. We're trying to promote... Trying to promote racism. K-A-K. Hey? <laughs> Fuck off. It's not... It's the kick-ass kid. I brought my pillowcase. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> so, you've had a good Christmas. Other than being bitten by a dog... Yeah. It's all good. It is all good. Um, good. I, uh, yeah, I've had, I've, I've had some nice times. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like I said, not much for Prezzies, but I got some, uh, which was nice. And uh, that's all I need. What I really was surprised about and what I was really happy about was all the people who bought my album. That was a real treat. That was real, really lovely. We've had several sales and uh, just bloody, bloody marvellous. Uh, nice, nice. Helps nice. me pay for that, pay for that little, little hat that I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'd have to prostitute for Christmas night 
Her name's Philippa. She's Filipino, but she's uh, she's got a cock. So I have to, <laughs> I have to do it in a bum. I have it's... to work around that. <laughs> um, I surprised uh, the, the dinner party yesterday. Because, of course, the subject of anal sex always comes up at dinner party. <laughs> it, did with, it did with my, my mum and my mother-in-law. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Always the way at Christmas dinner parties, the subject of anal sex comes up. But I surprised uh, uh, the women at the party, not the guys, but the women at the party, by saying that I had no interest in it. Uh, because there's a perfectly good hole that is made for fucking... Right there. Why would I? I've don't got know. no interest in it. I don't want anybody going near my bum hole. Well, not near my <laughs> bum hole, but like near near any. I don't want to go near any. I mean, you know, the odd tickle here and there, but I don't want any like anything entering a bum hole uh, around me. Uh, not against anyone who does that thing. It's just not my bag, baby. Um, I like the pousset. and uh, I don't feel like that's a, a controversial thing to say, but apparently these days it is. Apparently, everyone has to be into fucking ass sex or strapping each other up or fucking 69ing in an elevator or whatever it is. I just like regular pousset sex, and I'm not going to apologize. No, I mean, I don't mind different positions. I don't mind different positions, I'm just saying. I'm not boring, I'm just not... Oh, well, uh, me and Celia, we like to get dressed up as donkeys. And then I hang her from a trapeze and I spank her with a copy of the Angling Times while a midget comes in her face. And then I, I beat her about the head and neck with some pork chops. Uh, then we fuck for about five <coughs> seconds in the bum hole. And then I go home. It's very, very gratifying. <laughs> and then I have some people suck my feet. I'm, I'm very sort of traditional and English. We, we do it missionary style, then I go downstairs and cry. <laughs> <laughs> you do it missionary style, fully clothed in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit over, a little bit over, a little bit over. Soon. Just think of Good England. <laughs> you go downstairs and quietly weep, and mm. all that can be heard is the plop, plop, plopping of your tears as they drop into your teacup. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jesus, I had <laughs> My little evil winky man told me he wanted to go back into the wet cave. I had to spit out my evil. Yeah. No, I'm very much the same. After I come, I have to do penance and beat myself. <laughs> I do community service. <laughs> oh, there'll be that Croson boy picking up uh, garbage from the side of the road again. What's he doing? Oh, well, last night he had an orgasm. Oh, well, poor love makes sense. Picking up rubbish at the side of the road with his little... He's here every day. Yes. He <laughs> he's here three times a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, God forbid what would ever happen if, if uh, you or me and our anxiety ever had anal sex. I mean, not together. I mean, with our... <laughs> With our respective women. <laughs> <laughs> Come over, finally he's hanging. Oh, they finally did it. Yeah. <laughs> I like to put myself in a closet and strap my neck up with a bit of loose rope. And I like to feverishly masturbate before I lose consciousness. Yeah. Have you ever tried just sitting in your pants and wanking? Oh, <laughs> no, I couldn't do that. <laughs> what, weirdo? <laughs> what, just having a regular old wank in the shower? <laughs> or in public 
Yeah. Or the bus. Oh, yeah. We've all done it on a bus. We've all done it on a bus. And in fact, the subject of We've All Done It on a Bus is a new book out at the moment from Gloria Hunniford. Which <laughs> go get on the bus, look a bit miserable, take your ticket, go upstairs, come off, happy as can be. I know. It's funny, it's got a forward by Eamon Holmes. Yeah. Which I was surprised by. Bob Oldness. Bob he used to <laughs> love wanking on a bus. He made his career out of it. Yeah, he did, yeah. I'll have a pee, please, Bob. <laughs> oh. A sex pee. <laughs> up top of a up top of a fox cub. Oh, mm. yes, please. They don't call them double deckers for nothing. Yeah. Yes, creamy nugget at the top. <laughs> creamy nuggets. <laughs> or as I like to call it, nougat. Nougat. <laughs> nougat. So you watched anything over Christmas? Did I watch anything over Christmas? Uh, I watched two awesome movies. What are we talking about here? I watched two PM Entertainment classics um, that we have to cover. I watched uh, The Sweeper with C. Thomas Howell, which was insanely good. And I I, uh, watched The Stunt Driver with Michael Madsen and um, Keith David. Oh, very good. Both of which are filled with carnage. Um, um, More explosions, more car wrecks, and more general ridiculousness than you could possibly imagine. There's there's one sequence in um, The Sweeper with Sir Thomas Howell um, where (laughs) he's driving along following the bad guy uh, and there is a truck up ahead with lots of gas canisters on it, and the gas canisters roll off the truck one by one, not all in one big pile as it would happen, but one by one, and as they bounce off the back of the truck, the bad guy is firing out of the back of his car with a machine gun and blowing them up, So and it goes on for like the whole, like the whole truck of gas canisters, so it's just... It's just carnage and, and, and explosions and C. Thomas Howell and a bad guy and Uzis and everything else. And then the very last gas canister, uh, um, C. Thomas Howell drives right up to the back of the truck, allows it to roll onto his hood, then drives his car really fast up the back of the bad guy. The gas canister pops off his hood through the back window into the bad guy's car and with one single pistol shot, see Thomas Howell blows up the gas canister, sending the bad guy's car rocketing skyward. It is awesome. Sweeper. The is, sweep- he good, is he make a good action star? See Thomas Howell? No, yeah. he dresses like a gay pool boy and uh, generally goes round looking, a bit, yes, then. looking a bit like... Um, like, at any moment, he's going to, uh, you know, drop his pants and fix the refrigerator, if you know what I mean. He looks like he should be starring in gay 70s porn. But, 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 the action is so good in it, and PM Entertainment, by the time these movies come along, are so slick at producing that kind of mass action. It doesn't really matter who's driving the car, because... 
I mean, there's no, like in both movies, Michael Madsen and, and, and C. Thomas Howell, neither of them are martial artists, so you don't get what you get with the Gary Daniels ones, where you get, like, the one-on-one the -on -one fighting. But if yeah. you want, like, guns, car chases, explosions, and tits, those two movies are your, are your very thing. Okay, and this is this got Jeff Fahey in it as well? Jeff Fahey. Yes, it has. Jeff Fahey. He's not in it very much. Oh, right, okay, I've just looked it out on Amazon. It's on, is it, isn't it on, um... It's on YouTube's. Ah, so I shall watch it on there. I believe someone in our group recently posted the link to the PM Entertainment, um, uh, playlist uh, on the U of the Tubes, and, uh, I believe that's in our group. But if not, you should be able to scroll down and find out where I was posting about The Sweeper. Let's have a look. Because it's on there. Yeah, sweep, uh, sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep the leg, Johnny. They need it. Um, we've got to scroll down because we have so much action going on on our group. It's ridiculous. Uh, here we yeah, go. I see Thomas Howell, uh, the sweeper, uh, and you can see it's um, the picture. Nineteen ninety-six. Yes. Yeah. PM Movies Collection is the name of the playlist on YouTube. Oh, um, I see. I there. I there. So yes, I should watch that. And we'll have to do a commentary for it. I thought we were going to do a whole month of PM Entertainment movies, aren't we? Yes, and I would suggest we definitely do those too, because first of all, I've seen them, and secondly, um, they're awesome. There you go, then. That would we be... Shall, we, sh we shall do that. Then. That would be my reasoning. You could be P, I could ooh, be ooh, M. I've just found something on uh, YouTube. Right, I'm going to send you this link now. What so is I don't it? forget. What is it? Phenemesis. Phenemesis? Yep. Olivia, Olivia Gruner. I want to do that film. The Albert Pyune joint. Yes, we need to do that this year. Next year. That link's been sent to you. We need to do that. Don't I have Nemesis already? I don't think so. Oh, no, I have... Um, I have the Don the Dragon Wilson cyborg ones, don't I? Cyborg Tracker. Yeah. Yeah. Which are PM Entertainment films. Mm. Oh, yes, they are. Oh, yes, they are. I also have another one, a cy another cyborg one you sent me. What's that? I don't know, I'll go have a look. I'll go have a look, shall I? Cyborg, cyborg Junkie. No. Cyborg Dog. No, let me find it. I have to reach. Cyborg Ronnie Corbett. Cyborg Cop with David Bradley and John oh, Rhys Davies. Oh, yeah. John Rhys Davies. Oh, John Rhys Davies and Cyborg Cop 2. Ah. There you go. I have both. That should also be covered. David Bradley. Well, we'll do a month of cyborg shit, shall we? That's a good idea. Cyborg shit. The cyborg shit month. Well, because we could do uh, cyborg. We could do nemesis. Nemesis. Um, and we could do one of the cyborg cops and one of the cyber trackers. Excellent. Let's do that. That's a cyborg month of stuff. La 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 la. Right here on the <laughs> dark. Cut action in the <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a wonderful idea. So we can do a month of PM Entertainment randomness. So in other words, like, not one starring famous action people, but just good action movies. 
like um, the sweeper and all that. Uh, and then we could even do, if you want, Skyscraper starring Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> <laughs> a program with action star, action film with a huge woman with huge. T- yep, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, that's yeah. something to take the piss out of. Let's do it. Apparently, the producer said uh, to Anna Nicole Smith, You have to do this movie. It's Die Hard and a Skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like Die Hard is, yeah. (laughs) Isn't it wonderful when stupid people say really idiotic things? Yeah. What was uh, Die Hard in then? It was in a building. It was in a building. This is in a skyscraper. Yeah. That's that's got a big rating on IMDb, that has, actually. What, skyscraper? (laughs) It's got 2.5. Nice. (laughs) And that's just for one each for her boobies. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like uh, she uh, gets them out, in it? Mm-hmm. Yep, she does. Oh, you've seen it? I've seen that bit. Yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. No, I, no, I've watched the whole thing, of course. Yes, yeah, I've seen this all. I've seen this all. I wasn't, I didn't in any way. I, just... I watched it as blue as the warmest colour. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, ten minutes of blue of the warmest colour is... <laughs> It's fantastic. <laughs> There's ten minutes of that movie that's really worth something. I want to watch the last ten minutes. I didn't watch, I have to watch all of it. Yeah. Just the last ten minutes. I do bliss. She's Bongo next time, isn't she? One of the girls from that. Really? Yeah. Are they doing lesbianic Bond stuff? Yeah, she's uh, scissoring with Judy Dench. Oh, don't even tempt me. Well, it would have to be the corpse of Judy Dench. Yeah, well, yeah, wait. Well, that's that's where she's she's wider up to electrode, so although, she's still quivering a bit. Although, no, <laughs> although knowing that um, arsehead who's directing Sam Mendes, he probably won't give a fuck for continuity, and he'll just bring M back again. Because <laughs> he didn't see, he didn't seem to give a fuck about continuity going from Quantum of Solace to Skyfall. No. No. I mean, I I've watched Skyfall again. I'm just like, what? What is going on? Like, what is this movie? Is he meant to be old or young? Is it meant to be his third mission or his last mission? Is it, Like, none of it makes any fucking sense whatsoever. And as for um, gay... What did Robert Davy call him? Gay Sanchez? Um, <laughs> as for his character, he just... Um, he just everything is left up to coincidence. If you wanted to kill him, you could do it really easily. Uh, it, uh, it was on the other night. I do, I really do like Skyfall, but um, but the, the talk, the talk you have a Bardem up so much in it. She's like, do you know everything there is to know about fear? He's this, he makes out like he's the scariest man alive. And then he comes down on the lift with Bond tied up, and he's just like, hello there, James, how are you? I'm some camp. He's like, not scary whatsoever. No. You may as well have had who's camp? Uh, Julian Clary. Julian Clary is probably more scarier. It's always funny, like, when you look up pictures and you find out that, like, one of the actresses, um, or, uh, oh, I know, yeah, one of the actresses has signed, like, a nudie photo of themselves, right? Yeah. 
And it's like, you know that they know that they did a nudie photo, so that's fine. But what kind of person goes up to someone at a convention <laughs> clutching the nudie pic? Can, can you sign this, please? Sign it. Sign it just above where we can see your labia. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, who takes that picture to get signed? I, do, I don't get that. I mean, when I went to the last convention, what they've got now is they've got, like, an uh, adult section where, like, sort of the glamour models go. Right. Obviously, obviously, kids can't go in there because they've got, like, pictures of themselves with tits out. I didn't go in there. (laughs) I didn't go in there. I just walked past it and saw it. I was just like, all right, that's the thing now, is it? Yeah. But I get that because that's their job. But going up to somebody, like, who's doing a famous nude shoot? um, Most people. Yeah, most people, you know. Well, you know, Barbara Crampton did one. I won't go up to a Day of the Dead convention and go, can you sign this, please? Can you sign your tits? <laughs> sign it for me. In fact, can you put ink on your nipple and sign it with your tits on yeah. your tits? Please. 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 I'll pay you an extra fiver. Because then they're going to go, can I get a photo as well? And they put their arm round her and she knows that she, he's wanked <laughs> off with that hand and yeah. it's on her shoulder. Oh. <laughs> she knows it. She knows that just minutes ago he had that grubby hand down the front of his kex. Yeah, while you were signing it, and he was just, sign my picture. Sweatily rubbing his cleft with his filthy fingers. Yeah. And then they're all over you. Hello, Barbara, I want to touch your face. (laughs) I didn't wash my hand after the last one. (laughs) Just just a little sperm on there for you, I've got you a little pop, Barbara. It's a little pot of spunk. It's my gift to you. It's not weird. (laughs) It's not weird. I did it while I was looking at you. It's not weird. Everyone exchanges fluids these days. Yeah. It's like the internet, but for real. (laughs) It's like the internet, but... But (laughs) it's a cup of gum. She goes, oh, my God, how long have you been doing this? Just one. That's just one. That's just just one heavy liquid I dispersed from my penis. I had heavy floor this month. <laughs> <laughs> There's blood in it. OK, I'm going to read one story. <clears throat> well, two stories, and then and then we're going to do the commentary. Cool. OK. Um, I think I like this. Angry man, esc- angry man escorted off his flight for ranting about people saying Merry Christmas. Listen, the holidays are stressful, and all that travelling and eating and drinking and hobnobbing with relatives who won't stop pestering you about your marital status can take quite an emotional toll. For some people, they just can't take the pressure. Some people snap. For this reason, we're a little bit sympathetic towards the American Airlines passenger at New York's LaGuardia Airport who was kicked off his flight to Dallas on December 23rd for freaking out after a gate agent and a flight attendant wished him a Merry Christmas. The man whose identity was not released first snapped at the gate agent when she uttered the greeting. You shouldn't say that because not everyone celebrates Christmas. Well, what should I say then, asked the poor woman. The man's only response was, Don't say Merry Christmas! <laughs> Damn right, take that cheerful gate agent who was just trying to make a few extra bucks for her family by working over the holidays. 
The grumpy man's temper tantrum was upgraded to a full-blown freakout, however, when he boarded his plane and a flight attendant wished him the very same Merry Christmas. The man began ranting and raving at the flight crew, apparently causing enough of a commotion that he was kicked off the plane. It's unclear why the man was being so sensitive to being wished a Merry Christmas, but we have a few guesses. Perhaps he celebrates Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or Festivus or the Vidukian holiday Merlin Peen. Maybe he has a traumatic Christmas-related memory, or maybe they stem from a childhood encounter with a Macy's elf with boundary issues. Well, that's what the great thing about Christmas. It's just everybody's happy. Yeah, I know. On the time of year, I mean, granted that everybody celebrates it, but if somebody says Merry Christmas to you, don't go off on one. Just go in there. Yeah. All right. Or just say, oh, I don't celebrate Christmas, but thank you. Right. Right. And also, right... I think that at this point, uh, Christmas needs to be removed from religion because there's nothing about it anymore whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like, people can still have nativities and shit and do whatever they want. That's absolutely fine. That's up to them. But it needs to, like, saying Merry Christmas should not be like saying, Hi, I'm a Christian, because it's not. I say Merry Christmas to people, and I don't even believe Christ existed. So it's just a period of the year isn't it it's not religious just a period of the fucking year I, I kind of look at it as if you're religious you're religious that's great that's fantastic but also Christmas is a, a family time it's a time for families yeah the doctor um, actually saying something rather beautiful there ladies and gentlemen about, it's not beautiful about family <laughs> about the beautiful it, it, warm sincere world of family sorry it's, it's, it's just it's just a time of year that I, I fucking love it I love I it too. I absolutely love it. People are happy, and we're just getting to the period now. But the period between Christmas and New Year is sort of, ugh, what are we doing? New Year's all over, and then it's sort of like back to fucking normal, and it's shit. See, for me, Christmas is for family, and New Year is for friends. So I always look forward to New Year as well, you know what I mean? Like, New Year's always was always my holiday, because I never really had big family Christmases. Um... But either way, however you look at it, um, Christmas is just a period of the year. So saying Merry Christmas has fuck all to do with do with Christ anymore, as far as I'm concerned. Unless you want it to have there, something to do with Christ, that's absolutely up to you. But you shouldn't go off on one just because someone said Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays. The other day, I was in Walgreens, and they had a, a advert for some flu stuff. And instead of singing on the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me this flu remedy or whatever it was, it went, and on the sixth day of the holiday season, my true love gave... And I was like, no, no, it's on the sixth day of Christmas. There aren't six days of the holiday season. There's six days of Christmas or 12 days of Christmas or whatever. Like, like it's... It, it, stop! Not everything has to be changed. You know what I mean? No, no, it's getting to the point where it's too politically correct. I mean, in England, it's... You know, they want to, you know, because not everybody's religious or whatever. They don't want nativity. It's part of tradition. Yeah. Get over it. Get over it. I don't, I'm not religious, but I don't get offended if I see a nativity. Or, as someone did the other day, apparently in the Midwest, where he had a zombie nativity. Because he also part-time runs a haunted house. And the only things he had left were, like, scary ghouls and zombies and stuff. So he did a zombie nativity complete with an evil baby. And all the neighbours were complaining. And I'm like, shut it. It's America. If he wants a zombie baby Jesus, he can have one. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. No. Don't 
it just bothers me when people try to change it. That's it. Yeah. Listen, people should be able to put whatever they want on their front lawns. Mm. Put fucking baby Jesus taking it in the mouth from Joseph for all I care. I mean, yeah, I I've, really got a, I've got a real doll. Yeah. On, uh, on the front of mine. If you put a tenner yeah. in, you can fuck it. Doing. <laughs> So far, you've made eleven pounds and eighty-three pence. Yeah, that bloke can finish. <laughs> because I was watching him. I mean, what? What? I can't I watch somebody try to shag my real doll. I know. And and you were watching him from inside through a crack in the curtain, going, yeah, just shouting uh, encouragement. It's not real doll. It's me and Robert. Enco- encouraging, <laughs> encouraging comments. You were being. You were shouting. Go on, quicker, quicker. I've got Quick. a line here. Um, and the other story, police arrested Dustin Diamond, better known as Screech, in the 1980s sitcom Saved by the Bell, on Friday in Port Washington, Wisconsin. Diamond 37 is charged with one felony count of recklessly endangering safety and two misdemeanors, carrying a concealed weapon and possession of a switchblade, according to jail records. He was being held Friday in lieu of a $1,000 bond pending an afternoon court appearance. Authorities were expecting to detail circumstances of the actor's arrest later Friday. Diamond appeared on Saved by the Bell as awkward, as awkward nerd Samuel Screech Powers from 1989 to 1993 and later appeared in various spin-offs of the hit show. In September, Lifetime aired a movie about life on set loosely based on a book written by Diamond. The book garnered negative criticism from Diamond's castmates who said it was inaccurate. In 2013, Diamond distanced himself from the book telling Own, that's the Oprah Network, that the book had been written by a ghostwriter and was a disappointment to him. Now, apparently, he's skulking around Wisconsin with a concealed blade. Uh, if you're in Wisconsin tonight, look out for a man with stupid hair and high-pitched voice. So, is that today he was arrested? Yeah. <laughs> what a loser. And the thing, the problem with him is, right, he must have made some good money. But all he'd ever be is Screech. He'd never be. He's so typecast. As Screech. That's it. The only, the only other thing he's done is a sex tape, and I bet they called him Screech in that. I think it's a fake sex tape, though, isn't it? Or oh, is it? I've never seen it. But uh, I know he did, apparently he did one. Yeah, you're probably right, probably ain't real, because he ain't fucked no one. Yeah, he's still a virgin. Yeah, he's still a virgin, except with his hand. Mary and her five lovely sisters. The porn tape is just him wanking. Yeah. Looking at pictures of himself in Saved by the Bell. I was famous once. If you look it up, it... Um, hang on, it says it. Sex tape. In 2006, Diamond directed and released his own sex tape, Screeched, Saved by the Smell. Uh, however, Diamond stated in an interview on Where Are They Now of the Oprah Winfrey Network that he wasn't actually in the sex tape but had a stunt double with his likeness added onto it. Poor bastard. Diamond began doing stand-up comedy by the end of Saved by the Bell and has toured on and off ever since. He has also been featured on a number of game and reality TV shows, including The Weakest Link and Celebrity Boxing 2. See, the thing is, he still would make money at conventions because people would go up, have the picture taken with him, probably get his autograph. But you are kind of... Because they won't want you to sign your name. Because I didn't know... When you said Dustin Diamond, I was like, 
Who fucks Dustin Diamond? Then I remembered that Screech had been arrested earlier. He's just known as Screech, so he'd be like, you'd, he'd sign <laughs> his name and they'd go, Who the fuck's Dustin Diamond? He'd be like, It's me! Like, no, you're Screech. You are. Yeah. He's apparently in the movie Scavenger Killers, which is being filmed at the moment. Well, I'll have to put that on hold. He plays Agent Dwayne. Agent Screech Dwayne, uh, I think is what it is. There's actually, if you Google Dustin Diamond's sex tape, you can watch his sex tape for free on www.xvideos.com. I'm not clicking that link. Yeah, 37, he's 37 years old. Screech confesses to using a stunt wang in porn. Yeah. There we go. Last week... Paul Gosselaar and Brecken Meyer called Dustin Diamond beloved nerd of Screech by several the negative and such a dick. This week, Diamond, the self-proclaimed bad boy of Bayside, is biting back with some bombshells of his own, like the fact that his porno was faked. Is there nothing sacred left in the world? So there we go, people. Uh, if you have children and uh, some Hollywood uh, TV exec... Uh, comes calling, hi, we like the look of your funny curly-haired child with a funny voice. I want to make him a star. If that ever happens to you, say no, because yeah. it's a life of pain and regret and recrimination and faked sex tapes. Yeah, me don't. and who wants that? I want it. <laughs> I want all the money in the world. And, he was uh, the I was in Star Trek The Next Generation. He was, a Screech. <laughs> in an episode where they went back to bad 80s sitcoms and inhabited yeah. them for five minutes. He's that lad with pubes on top of his head. That Screech. He even nice. recently, as he's played Screech so much in Saved by the Bell, he even recently appeared in a parody about the black kids of whatever high it was, but the black kids of Saved by the Bell, which was a, a parody that was done recently, a really funny comedy sketch. Um, and that face. No, no. <laughs> he plays the principal. Uh, oh, right. Uh, but uh, is he Screech? No, he's not. No, no, he's Mister Something Else. But the, but these um, it's in a parody of Saved by the Bell, so he just can't escape it. No, just can't no. escape it. And now he's skulking around Wisconsin with a knife. Yeah, so uh, I got a bleed on me. <laughs> ah, call me Screech again, motherfucker. <laughs> Cut your face. I cut your face off. <laughs> screech tweaking outside a bar. A motherfucking screech. You call me that again. I cut your face, you little fucking cunt. I'm gonna kill you. I'm Screech. Boobie that I'm not Screech. I'm Dustin Diamond. I'm Screech. I'm Dustin Diamond. I can't. I can't. I'm all confused. I cut your face. Face my bitch. I cut your balls, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, poor bastard. Yeah. Says him right, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, shouldn't, right. shouldn't took the role, should he? Shouldn't have fucking done anything with his life except die. <laughs> Harsh but true. <laughs> Should have wrapped him up in some tarpaulin as a child and thrown him into the swimming pool. <laughs> Yeah, put bricks on the end of that tarpaulin. <laughs> Let's make sure a little shit don't survive. 
Oh, no, he's got a blade. He's cut through the top already. It's, it's, such, a, it's such a humane way to go. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> If only we could all die with dignity like that. Like that. That's such a beautiful way. Such a warm, sincere, floaty way to die. Screaming for air. <laughs> Gasping for your last breath as your lungs fill with the salty, chlorinated water of goodliness. <laughs> yeah. And then when you die, you do one last shit. And it floats to the top of the swimming pool. And you sell that on eBay. <laughs> the last shit by Scrooge. Yeah, that's how I want to go. That's uh, how I want to go as well. The last turds of Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass <laughs> Kid sell on eBay and make our family rich beyond their wildest imaginations. How did we get this money, Mama? It's a true story incredible <laughs> one it's the true story at Christmas <laughs> your father died for us and he we sold his last shit he had a podcast <laughs> in everybody wanted a piece of Dr. Action and what they got was a piece of his shit <laughs> did you hear about all the people who lined up and bought real crap in a box this Christmas no, why would they do that? Yeah, uh, crap in a box. I'll look that up quickly and then we'll get on to the commentary. But this is another weird and bizarre story about Christmas. Um, oh, here we go. Why this company sent poop to 30,000 people for Black 30,000 people? Yeah. Initially, we got a dozen people who were really surprised it was poop, but it was just actual poop. Christmas came early this year for 30,000 people who received a box of poop in the mail last week. The sleekly designed box filled with an actual excrement came courtesy of Cards Against Humanity, a fill-in-the-blank party game where players try to one-up each other with the phrase cards ranging from merely politically incorrect to legitimately disgusting. Costing $6 a pop, the special offer was part of a stunt uh, was a part of the stunt-loving company's Black Friday sale. We all really hate Black Friday. It's just kind of a horrible day, says game co-creator Max Temkin. It comes after this day when you're supposed to be thankful for what you have, and then it's just this whole huge media spectacle of people fighting each other to save $50 on a TV. And so Cards Against Humanity decided to create a media spectacle of their own by pulling all of its products off its site and only selling bullshit, which Temkin says sold out in less than two hours. This isn't the company's first stunt. For last year's Black Friday, the game was sold for $5 above the normal asking price. We also had the idea of issuing people a one-penny-off coupon, but that felt weird because it was still a deal, he said. That's sort of still doing Black Friday. But how, many, how did the makers of Cards Against Humanity get the poop in the box? Well, we didn't do anything that anyone else couldn't have done, Temkin said. We went on Google and were like, can you buy bullshit? Can you sell bullshit? The team then found a cattle ranch in Texas that sold pasteurized bull feces for shipments and understood what we were trying to do. Writing on the package boasts that while the box was made in China, it's the same manufacturer that does the packaging for Apple, Temkin says. The poop was made in America. And now, says Temkins, it's sent, it's out, it's done. Initially, we got a dozen people who were just really surprised it was poop, but it was just actual poop. So it wasn't human shit, then? No. L.A. journalist uh, broke the poop apart to see if there was hidden inside, only, oh. to, only to find that it was simply feces. 
While the promotion is over, some people are selling their bullshit packages at a 600% markup of $36 on eBay. Cards Against Humanity made 20 cents on each $6 box of holiday bullshit. The profits will go to Haifa International, a charity that aims to eradicate poverty and hunger by providing livestock to developing communities. Oh, good for them. Well, that's a bush story for this year, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, at least it went to charity. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But 30,000 people bought crap in a box. Oh, some people have spent the money on anything, wouldn't they? Yeah, why didn't we think of that? Yeah. Why are we sat here trying to do three-hour, you know, humorous, intelligent, communicative podcasts uh, when we could just crap in a box? Sell it if, if somebody wants to buy my shit for yeah. 50, 50 pounds, $50, pounds, yeah. I'll gladly shit in a bucket I'll, for you. I'll, I'll sh- I'll sh- <laughs> if someone wants my shit, I'll shit in a box. I'll eat only shrimp for a week, and then I'll shit in a box, and uh, $25. I'll knock it off price. Yeah, fuck it. A dollar. So, no, I'll I've, got, I've got to cover the, the, the postage of the poo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, mail out point. my feces to you for, for $25. I'll even sign it. <laughs> I'll sign it on a little flag and stick the flag in the poop. I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do that. And all the money will go to charity. The charity of continuing Doctor Action and the Kick-Ass Kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doctor Action and the Kick-Ass Kid's uh, New York apartment. Yeah. yeah. That's what the charity's called, isn't it? It's a beautiful charity. It's a beautiful charity. What it aims to do is house two guys uh, in New York City who who currently do not have their own place in New York City. Yeah, and it's, it's worthwhile. Right, it's a fantastic thing. Um... Houses for people is what it's called. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but it's just for us. It's just specifically for us. We don't house anybody else. We'll have we'll that. have we'll have friends round. Yeah, 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 yeah. People stay come, over. Yeah, one still, night a week. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have a guest bedroom if everyone donates. Um, but yeah, if you want my poo in a box, mail send send me the money via Should PayPal. Yeah, by PayPal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, go onto the website, aftermoviediner.com, hit the uh, donate button, and in your donate message, just say, I want your crap. <laughs> and then I will, and as long as it's $25 or more, I will send you a hot steaming piece of my own poop. Yep, I'll do the same. I'll yeah. do the same. I'll even backpack it for you. Yeah. $25 each, mind, not $25 for both. No, 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 no. We're not made of shit. No. <laughs> uh, I'll whiz in a cup as well. Yeah. That if you want. I'd say I'd say I'd also ejaculate in a cup, but I've had the snip, so you won't be able to. There's not much there. I, I would ejaculate in a cup, but I wouldn't want it's some just basically over, salt water from me. I wouldn't want someone overactive fan with a turkey baster <laughs> having my kid. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not whacking off into a cup, but I was in a cup. <laughs> t- t- so the way he's got crossed and there's a bit of sperm in his way and I can just pour that into myself. T- imagine, t- imagine if we took our shit, got DNA from it and there was two of us walking around. And they cloned uh, us. Yeah. I'd love it. Jurassic shit. Yeah, I'd love it. 
Yeah. If they cloned us, it would be great. They got DNA from their poo. Yes. Uh, we did. We made two new ones. They also do a podcast. <laughs> They're <laughs> fake. They're doing a competing podcast. Professor and Action in the Kick Ass Kid. Yeah, and it's um, it's doing better than our show. <laughs> That's what's really upsetting about it. Is they have more listeners. Yeah, bastards. Put our heart, soul, and shit into our show. Yeah, literally. And they were just made of shit. Yeah. Ah, oh, sickens me. It does. Uh, you can also go to uh, our www.patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash after movie diner and uh, donate, sponsor, keep the shows going. And uh, for anyone who donates over $20 a show, <laughs> box of my shit can come to you. Oh, if you want my shit, I'll send you my shit. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't want my shit, just let me know in a message. Yeah. You can email us at DrActionKickAss at gmail.com. It's all for a good cause. Yeah, me. <laughs> and Dr. Action. Ah, enough of that shit. Shall we get on with it? Yeah, let's get on with it. Hang on one second. I've just got to put a fan on because it is bloody hot in here. You wouldn't imagine that at Christmas, but... Fuck it was me. snowing here earlier. Fuck me, it's warm. Bells will be ringing. Right, you ready? Silent night. Okay. <laughs> right. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so this is the uh, true story of Terry Wogan. Yes. Uh, but they swapped it from male to female. Yeah, they had to. Uh, rights, apparently. To protect the innocent. To protect the innocent. New Line Cinema presents. But yeah, not a lot of people know that Terry Wogan was really a, a high-level assassin for MI5. Yeah, he was. He got his own chat show. Some people are just born lucky. Now, here she is writing. Is this where she met Rennie Harlan, or were they already married? I, I'm not sure, actually, because they made Cutthroat Island together as well, didn't they? That sunk their career. Ooh! A raving success of a movie. Have you seen it? No. How can it be that bad? Is it really that bad? I don't think so. It can't be worse than one of the Pirates of the Caribbean films, surely. It can't be worse than anything featuring Lindsay Lohan. Uh, mean Girls is pretty good. And Machete. Brian Cox? He likes Cox. Yeah. Loves him. David Morse, he's like the go-to bad guy. Yeah. In yeah. everything. I've I've seen him walk in the streets of New York. Who? David Morse or David Inspector Morse. Morse? David Morse. Oh. Uh he's a he's an imposing and uh scary looking man when you see him in person. I bet he is. Yeah. How scary it? is that picture of Gina Davis? It's really scary. I think it was insensitive for her to be in blackface. Yeah. Not right. But back then, you know, that's how it was. Yeah. They all did it. Alan Silvestri, like the guy that did the music behind Back to the Future. Yes. Yes. Lipsticks and bullets. Lipstick on your collar. Told a tale on you. But it was the cum I saw dripping on your shoe. There she is, that Michael Caine, look, she's been writing there. That's right, dear boy, it's a movie about my wife. My wife. My wife went to the West Indies. 
Jamaica? No, she went of her own accord. Do you like that? I wrote that book. I wrote that joke. Not a lot of people know that. Written by Shane Black. He's a good friend of mine. Shane Black is fucking awesome. Loves Christmas, Shane Black. He does. Oh, isn't that idyllic? Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it young America? Oh, that is beautiful. Been there. Where's that then? Maine. Yeah, probably. New Hampshire. Connecticut, maybe. Connecticut? Is this, is this Mo country? Mo country. It could be Mo country. Mo's sneaking around in the background. Yeah. Trying to fuck Gina Davis. Coming down Christmas trees and things. Horsey, horsey. What is it with Gina Davis? <laughs> What's well, the problem, like, She's like odd, isn't she? Because, I mean, there is, there is something attractive about her, but there's also something odd about her, you know what I mean? Yes, I don't know what you mean. Got too many teeth. That's the problem. Oh, oh, quickly, quickly, Rennie, show us more. Oh. She just doesn't look real, does she? Got like a plastic, uh, like a plastic face. I like it though. This guy, now this guy, uh, he seems to be a really, really nice guy. But uh, was revealed recently to enjoy fucking watermelon uh, in front of school children on uh, bring a bring a gift to work day. Yeah, some people. He just uh, his daughter takes him to school and he fucks a watermelon in front of the kids. He finishes too. He, he won't stop even when he's being dragged away. He's not a paedophile or anything, he just really likes watermelon. Well, you can understand it. Yeah. They are delicious. He was once heard of saying, I hollered out an avocado, it wasn't the same. <laughs> he said I needed something bigger and with more heft. Yeah, yeah, true story. Yeah. That hat, knitted by blind people. <laughs> um, in fact, all the woolly hats in this movie were knitted by uh, the handy capable as they like to call them. Um, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking did one. Uh, <laughs> Stevie Wonder did another one. That dog is fake. That dog is knitted, again, by a handicapable person. Um, and uh, all the proceeds for all the hats, when they were sold after the movie, came to about 55 cents. <laughs> dog is weird-looking. And they gave the 55 cents to... Uh, to the Chinese to help pay back some of the debt. <laughs> Beautiful story. <laughs> Look at that. It's not often you see the sweater and roll neck combo that way. Look at that right there. That just screams beauty and class. They're an attractive people, the Americans, aren't they? <laughs> Wonderful sense of dress. <laughs> That's the uh, the the uh, old boy. That's the guy. That's the guy from Police Squad, isn't it? Yeah, Squeaky Police Squad. 
Now, it's the only time that a man is allowed to kiss his wife in America is at Christmas. And under the mistletoe. Under the if mistletoe. There's no, if there's no mistletoe... Can't kiss her. Bock right off. Yeah. Now, weirdly enough, he is allowed to blast it in her ass 365 <laughs> days of the year, but he's only allowed to kiss her on the lips once. I'm allowed to fill your bowels full of musk Every night. Yes, Franco Nero. He's in bed with Susan George. Here he is, Samuel L. Jackson, in the new, updated, African-American version of Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> <laughs> I'm arresting you because I think there is a berm in this room, and you have a problem with my minky. It's a true story. So if you're an ass-fucking fan, you go ahead and mouth off. Meanwhile... I like his hat. His hat's great. Well cool. Yeah, his hat was the one that reached 50 cents of the 55 cents that they made off all the hats. Yeah. Nobody wanted the woolen ones, couldn't shift them. They had to give them away to China in the end. Yeah, but yeah but the one that looks like it was Indiana Jones and it shrunk in the wash. Yeah. Oh, that one. I like his hair. The Chinese sold all the... Well, didn't sell them, rather. They turned all the woolen hats that they were sold from this uh, production into um, slave rope. Oh, yeah. For their factories... That's nice. Nice beard that guy's got as well. Yeah. Gotta stop using bums. <laughs> Can I, do, do you think he could read? Is she a prosy? Is who a prosy? The woman. Yeah. The woman he was shagging. Because uh, I don't really get her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was doing it for the moon, eh? She likes a bit of the moon, eh? Big hair. If she came to your office and said, I would like to do you facially, would you? Uh, what, what, how much am I handing over? Nothing. She's paying you. Oh, she's paying me. Well... <sighs> but she has no... She has no makeup on... Yeah. And she hasn't had her upper lip waxed in months. Would you still do it? I'd probably say to her, listen, <laughs> times are tough everywhere. Yeah. If I don't take the money, yeah. I'm being fiscally irresponsible. <laughs> but I will have to put a bag on your head. Yes. Yes. I would have to do that. Now, this guy is really Mickey Rooney's cousin. And he loves fucking his hand. He's a big hand fucker. I like him. Yeah. He's my favourite of all the men with teeth. <laughs> Is that a TV show, Men with Teeth? Yes. Was he in that? God, there's something behind her. She that? was. She was. He was trying to touch her tits. He's fingering her while she's smiling. Now this is like something out of Tales from the Crypt, like demon. Deer or something. <laughs> I think that's when you say, oh, dear. Oh, reindeer. Oh, it's raining, dear. Hallelujah, it's raining, dear. This old guy, he's, he's all Dead. shocked. But he comes down, he wanks off on a corpse anyway. Fucks the deer. Fucks the dead, dead deer. Yeah. I knew that had happened. See, now, if this was a PM Entertainment movie, the car wouldn't slowly set alight. It would just blow up. Yeah, he'd run out on fire. Why did the door open? 
He's actually unconscious. And he's dying. It's like his spirit's left the car. Oh, my God, she landed on tomato sauce. Yeah. I love how she cares more for the animal than she does for the pervy old man <laughs> who was trying to touch her tatars. So it's that, and she's still got her fingers inside him. Yeah. Inside her. There we go. Snap the neck. It's good. It's good for eating now, and you can make a coat out of its clothing afterwards. Give it some of those blind people to stitch together. I think you're ahead of me, dude. Oh, really? It's going yeah. different speeds? Mm, I think so. We'll make do. We'll be all right. Oh, sorry. To me, she just lay down next to the deer, and the, she left the old man in the car. Oh, yeah, she's uh, she's just about to lay down with the deer. She will... Uh, that'll teach him to uh, try and uh, grab her breasts. Molester. Yeah. The Jersey Correctional Facility looks... Looks a little ominous. Looks a bit like it was a prison from Blade Runner or something. Here he is. Yeah, that's not, it's not a nice place, that. Uh, look at this evil fucker you just saw on TV, look. He's bald, that's played by Richard O'Brien. The only reason he's got a dodgy eye like that is uh, someone on Crystal Maze tried to bone him in it. Yeah. It's like, today's challenge is... Put your penis in my eye. Yeah, do it. Do it. They did as well. And he played yeah. on his harmonica the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> she looks well funny with that bandage on her head, doesn't she? She's a bit funny looking anyway. Did she ever get her tatays out, though, in a movie? I don't think so. I don't think so either. She's, she's very modest. I saw her on a Clive Anderson interview once. Wasn't she, like, an Olympian archer as well or something? I don't know about that, but I know that she's a member of Mensa. What that now? This is a deleted scene from Beetlejuice. I love Beetlejuice. I just wanted the big sandworm to come out and go right up her hospital gown. Yeah. Wow. Nice fucking marvel. Charlie, by the way. The bit my finger. <laughs> so we are. What? How do they do? How do they tie boots to electrical wires like that? It's crazy. Is this going to be difficult to do? So, if you're like in a different place. Uh, no, no, no. We'll, we'll make do. Look at this other hat that Samuel L. Jackson's wearing now. Look at that. Time for dinner. That is some pimp motherfucking hat. He always has been a bit of a pimp, though, hasn't he? Yes. He? I do like Samuel L. Jackson. The hat looks like half of the... It looks the same shape as half a watermelon. Yeah, I wonder if it guy. was used, like, modelled on the watermelon that that guy likes to fuck in front of children. You would, you would hope so. You would hope so. Maybe one of the blind people used their hands to feel the watermelon... Yeah. Which, which probably no doubt aroused the father. Oh, he was yeah. like, oh, that's it. Touch the, touch the watermelon. Yeah, where you feel it's all sticky. Um, probably enjoyed that watching the watching the blindies rub his fruit, 
and then uh, they probably stitched a hat using that as a as a model. I'm just guessing. I I would assume that's how they do it. That's the way they do it in uh, Africa. Yeah. And Botswana and Russia. Look at that. Pretty good. Yeah. What, they use fruit to make hats? Oh, yes. Yes. It's the way it's done. Is this a deleted scene from uh, Die Hard 3? And here's like, Simple Simon... Said to the pieman going to the fire. You like riddles, John? You like riddles? Yeah, I think it's all a deleted scene from uh, Diary of the Vengeance with uh, Jesus. Yeah. That's a nice house, isn't it? I, I would live anywhere in America. Doesn't matter what the house looks like. I'd live in a cardboard box if I had to. You'd live anywhere in America, any state, any town, anywhere. Nah, I'm lying. He's lying. I'm lying. I don't I w- want nobody else. I've seen wrong turn. I wouldn't live anywhere. I wouldn't live next to them inbred people from wrong turn. I'd probably live next to them just because I'd probably get more poussey that way because people would come <laughs> along and they'd look at the ugly ones. See, I don't get wrong turn. Right, because they kill everybody, don't they? They kill everybody in it. And then Eliza Dushku's in it, isn't she? Yeah. Right. And they, they kidnap her, right? And they don't do anything to her sexually. Yeah. And that must be the nicest girl they've seen in ages. So they would, wouldn't they? Definitely have a go on her. I think it would be hilarious if she chopped all her fingers off doing this thing. She's like, I used to do this, I was a chef. Chop, 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 chop. No, it wasn't. Ow, ow, ow. He's <laughs> got no arm. He's like, oh my God, don't wake me off. Like, this is such a waste of food. Think of all the people who could be eating this and you're not even. This is just, a, it's just such a horrible example of American excess. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, fucking hell. Sit down, spread them and put it inside yourself and do that with your fingers. How fast would you go? Oh, really fast. I bet she'd come in a second. It'd be quite good if she was going to say, I can't do it with tomatoes. <laughs> I can only do it with carrots. Well, she threw the tomato up through the blade and the blade just impaled her child's head to the wall. And she was just like, oops, maybe I can't do that then. Tell you what, he will never cheat on her, will he? This guy is not happy. That's Craig Bierko, but it all looks a bit like, uh, um, what's his name, Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. Harry Connick Jr. Craig Bierko has looked different in, like, he's, it's just, he's changed so much. Like, he looks so thin and young in this in this movie. He looks like Topher Grace. That's never a good situation. You want to be. It looks a bit like Michael Owens, well, the footballer. He looks like Topher Grace just had sex with Harry Connick Jr. That's never a good sight. No. Nobody wants to see that. 
Let's have another check to see if it's snowing again in, in England. Oh, that's a big old knife. That is a big old knife. Why he's put him out of his misery, his arms had really begun to hurt. Is it a bigger knife, though, than Rambo's in Rambo 3? No, no, there is no bigger knife than that knife. That is the biggest knife. His knife's pretty big in Cobra. And pretty big in the Expendables. Yeah, yeah. Dolph Lundgren's knife's fucking huge. It's got like a blade. It's got like a good handle as well, isn't it? The blade. It's got symbol. I like symbol. It's a goat. You like goat? It is I the like pet of goat. Satan. <laughs> she just keeps pushing her daughter on the floor. Push her through the ice. Push her through the ice. Would you do this? Have you? Have you ever? Have you ever uh, ice skated on a frozen lake? Not on a frozen lake, but I've ice skated on uh, rinks. I've never ice skated. So, considering I could ice skate on rinks, I probably could ice skate on a frozen pond. Would you feel safe doing it, then? If everyone else was, sure. Why not? <laughs> Plus, if I fell through the ice, big, big quick way to go. I... I uh... I think it'd probably be quite slow. Yeah, but I'd have time to think. <laughs> and maybe even try and have a wank. <laughs> Flowing underneath with your cock out. Having a wank. <laughs> I knew he'd go this way. <laughs> he died with his hand on his favourite person. <laughs> Himself. <laughs> Come, just as I freeze. And there's just like a frozen icicle of spoof. Coming out. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's why I always feel bad for people who die doing uh, the, um, what was that? Uh, Asphyxiation thing. Yeah, because if you got rigor mortis, yeah. is that how you'd be in the coffin? Yeah. With your mum and dad coming, you've got like a big, huge, sloppy grin on your face with your cock in your hand. Yeah. And a strangle mark on your neck. Oh, doesn't he look happy? It does. I just want to be put out in my coffin like that so that people could see. Yeah. I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be, um, embarrassed. We'd be dead. Well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't care. But I, w I wouldn't be embarrassed. I would, I would embrace it. I would embrace it. Would you believe that she actually married him? Who? The Gina Davis's husband in this. Well, wow, look, he's got a selection of great roll necks. Yeah, I suppose. But is it everything? Roll necks, sure. Back in back in the nineties. Now, okay, here's the question: Gina Davis with big long brown hair, mm -hmm. or Gina Davis with the little short blonde hair that she has later on? Probably the short blonde, because it's a bit different, isn't it? I would like to have both, <laughs> and then like watch them do each, watch them do each other. As I was, you know, I was underneath, and they would just be like kissing and stuff, touching each other's tits. Oh, we all want that. 
She just threw her daughter out of a hole in the wall into the treehouse with perfect accuracy. I wonder if they teach that at the CIA. Yeah, they do. Is that part of the training course? It's part of the training, yeah. yeah. It's always funny, isn't it, in the movies where they like make the CIA out to be like this incredible elite fucking thing. Yet in reality, you never fucking hear about any of it. No, you don't. You know what I mean? I mean, you're not meant to really hear about it, but but in reality, I don't imagine anyone's like trained like this. You know what I mean? Oh no, nobody's nobody's uh, trained this perfect. Or maybe they are. You just hit around over the toaster. Lemon meringue pie in the face. That's it. That takes anyone out. True. It does. He looks a bit like a gay clown now. Oh, she just killed him with a punch, and then she snapped his neck. Nice. He's got, he, her husband now is so hard. He's got, he's like, he's, his brain's worried, but his penis is just fucking more erect than it's ever been his entire life. Oh, she could kill me if she wants. And he's like, keep licking those fingers. Keep licking those fingers. I've never wanted you so much. As right now. She runs out to Samuel L. Jackson. Don't worry, don't worry. She's in my car. I'm kidnapping her. Don't worry about it. I'm going to sell <laughs> If you, as a husband, came home and watched your wife kill a man with her bare hands... Yeah. Would you just never stop having sex with her? I'd... I'd... Over the corpse, I mean. Like, while he was still warm. Oh, I'd have like, to do that. You'd just take her right there, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, lay him out. Do it right on top of the bald bastard. Right on top of him, maybe using his uh, his bald head to just like tickle the tickle the back of your balls. Yeah. Just just you hear this little like <laughs> of your balls hitting his head. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, your wife is going crazy time on top of you. Yeah. You would have to, though, wouldn't you? And you'd have to stay married to her for life. Like, anything, oh, yeah. she's, anything she said, anything she said, I think I should buy another pair of $400 shoes. I, I really? think you should get two. Get two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get another job. Yeah. I'm shagging the milkman. Good for you, love. Good for you, love. Please keep it up. Send me pictures. Yeah. Fire email. Now, his fingers are bandaged up. I don't think his fingers are bandaged up because of anything he sustained during the fight. I think it's because of the cut scene where he freaked her rotten. Yeah. For... I get it. You would really want to do it herself. You see how good she was with a chopping knife. Yeah, I know, but... She probably she probably caused, like, a bit of a blistering. Yeah. How fast she can move those fingers. Yeah, what if she was, instead of a chopping knife, it was a dildo. Instead of a, <laughs> instead of a carrot, it was she your was bum hole. It was your bum hole. <laughs> And she was just like, <laughs> "Stop it now! I can go faster." Have you got any savlon? I'm the president of the United States of America, and I'll have goddamn mayonnaise if I so wish. 
And look at him. He's, uh, he's like, it's Christmas time. I'm going to have some of this presidential toiky <laughs> and some fucking mayonnaise. Helmand Province? No. Helmand Mayonnaise. Helmand Mayonnaise. You're all fucking ridiculous with your suits and your shiny heads. I walk around here in my PJs and my <laughs> dressing gown. I Sometimes gave the, I have my dick out. I gave I'm a presidential the, radio address completely nude. <laughs> the first oh. lady was lapping up my testicles. <laughs> she was blowing me on air while I was talking to Saddam Hussein. While I was doing the presidential address to the nations. But you know, if like, you have changed it, you have to fuck on stage to show that you, you, you know, you're ready to leave the country. Imagine if they did that in England. I think it'd be amazing if the like, like, because we just had the whole Korean debacle with the interview and all that. If Obama came out and he was just like, "Look, you can release the movie, don't release the movie, I don't care." But to prove that America is the greatest country on earth, me and Michelle are going to fuck live on TV <laughs> on Saturday night. I bet, I bet they have great sex. For though. two straight hours. I bet. And everyone lines up, they're all like, God bless the United States of America. <laughs> you give a one for us, Mr. President. That's the American way. <laughs> You won't take away our freedom. You do cyber, you do cyber terrorism, and uh, I fucked my wife live on television. You see, I bet they're awesome in bed together. Oh, fuck Whereas yeah. I, bet, I bet David Cameron and his wife is pretty awkward. Yeah, well, probably, because David Cameron would rather be fucking Nicholas Clegg. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been doing that for the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, Either that or uh, who's the other one with the stupid name? Millhouse or Mill, Mill, Miliband. Miliband. Him and Miliband. Cameron and Miliband. Ugh. Will you join my Miliband? <laughs> <sighs> Is Cameron's wife always knows when there's some uh, fucking going on because they're just playing uh, Chris Christopherson singing Convoy really loudly while <laughs> they're ramming each other in the ass. <laughs> Now, we got a great big convoy. That's it, Miliband. Pump me from behind, you big bastard. <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh, just like we, terribly rich. Just like we used to in private school. Oh, oh, oh. You're not screaming this time. Oh, you're enjoying it. Uh, when he comes, it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> That's just the noise it makes. Just coughs out of the end of his penis. Splatters onto his arsehole. It, what's it? It, uh, it coughs out the word sorry. Sorry! Is that dog licking her tits? Oh, what's that be? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that dog is licking her tits. Oh no, he's licking his arsehole, okay. But it looks like it's licking his tits. Look, I, lo I would love to have a video with a dog just licking an old lady's tatars. Yeah. Brian Cox is having none of it though, he's disgusted by it. Yeah, stop telling that dog to lick your tits. I haven't licked your tits in some time. Are we supposed to believe they're married or is that his mother? 
That's not his wife, surely. She's well older than him. I think it's meant to be his mother. Yeah, thank God for that. But he probably, he probably, because he's alone, he probably slips it to her a couple of times. He's like, we won't make a baby. <laughs> I'll take it out before I ejaculate. No, it's, it's fine. You're so old and crudded up, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he's Scottish, isn't he? He's playing court for it. He's Scottish. Scottish. He took part in the old, um, trying to divide the countries he was. He wanted the division. He didn't want to be part of the UK anymore. <clears throat> no, he wanted division. What an arsehole. You know Sean Connery did. Mm. I love Scotland. That's why I've never lived there. Mm-hmm. Since I made my money in the early 60s, I've lived everywhere but Scotland. But I still love Scotland in my heart. I couldn't find my way back there, of course. And I never would. I could never live in Scotland, but uh, I could damn well give it to those damn English every time. Even I've though... never been to Scotland. I like to go to Scotland. It looks kind of beautiful. Yeah? Yeah, have you been to, oh, you've been to Scotland? You? I've been to Scotland a few times. Yeah, is it nice? It's it looks right. nice. It's all right. Ever it's since right. I watched Take the High Road with Mrs. Mack back in the 80s, I've always wanted to go. Yeah, that's no, all right. You know. It's, you know, it'll, it'll go, it'll work, it'll do, it'll be all right. No, I want to go. I'm going to... I determined... They have the same stuff that we have, just with stupid accents. Don't be saying anything about Scotland. Yeah, I don't... Don't want to to hear anything about Scotland. If you have one more word to say about Scotland, I'll fucking find you. Fucking kill you. That fucking glass will smile. That's all right. About that. All right. Fuck you right up. I've taped a blade to the end of my penis. Slap it in the front of your face. Look at that. You want a face full of cork? That way you see my cork and you get a cut face. Talking of Scotland, happy Christmas to Chris Taylor. Is he Scottish? He's Scottish. He's Scottish, is he? Yep, Scottish. But um, I think he was on our side, wasn't he, with the division? I'm not sure. I think he was. Well, he likes his, so... Hey, he likes us, yeah. And I like him. I like a lot of Scottish people. I like a lot of places in Scotland. I just didn't didn't like the fact that they wanted to separate. It seems stupid. Why can't we just join every continent together and just all live bloody harmony? I, d- I, honest, I honestly don't know. The, the, I don't know about you, Chief, right? But the older I get and the more I look around the world, I'm just like... I mean, I know this sounds stupid, but everyone's just fucking crazy. Like, almost every problem could be solved. I mean, apart from, like, there's there's problems of, like, poverty and shit, which are a bit more complicated, Um, just because you could give people lots of wealth and they wouldn't necessarily hang on to it. Um, You know, and the division of wealth is difficult. But, like, Mm. most problems, when it comes down to, like, racism or, or blasphemy or religion or sexual inequality or fucking... Most problems could just be solved by going, stop being a stupid cunt and love everybody. Uh, well, I, I never get it, because there's, like, dicks in the world. He's just like, oh, aren't we all here just to enjoy ourselves? Yeah, right. We've got a really short lifespan, relatively, really. Yeah. For how long the world's been around, we get, what, 70 to 80 years. If that. If that. 
can't you can't we just be fucking happy? Yeah. I mean I was looking at those like pictures of of twenty fourteen and um all almost all of it was protests from around the world. Uh from different places. There's obviously the Ukraine and obviously America and a whole bunch of other places where they did protests. And I just think to myself like there's all those people protesting about stuff, and it's all worthwhile stuff. Why don't you just give it to them? Like, why, what? What's the problem? Like, what, just, just like, why aren't we all just happy? Why is there racism? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's They're like all part of the human race. It's like get over. Or, or why is there like people trying? I just, I, I just don't understand it. So he worships a different god to you. So what? Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. So he wants to have sex with a guy, but he wants to have sex with a woman. So what? Let him. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't... Like, I just... Who's who's so angry about it? Like, the funny thing is, is, like, in my life, or in my friends' lives or whatever, we all have our own shit. So, like, why worry about other people's shit? You know what I mean? Like, you all have your own shit. Well, who is it that these people who spend their whole lives worrying about other people's shit? I don't worry about anybody. Well, I worry about... My friends and my family, but I don't sort of. They could do what they want. As long as it's not illegal. I don't even care if it's illegal. As long as you don't hurt anybody else to whatever you want. But that's, that's a good point. Whether it's legal or not, yeah, it's always about drugs and whatever. Just don't fucking hurt anybody. And try not to hurt yourself too much. Like, try not to become self destructive. Yeah. What do people say about fucking people who are on drugs? Oh, what caused them to be on drugs? Unhappiness, I presume. Yeah. Nobody, nobody takes drugs because they're fucking... Well, some people do. But nobody, nobody turns to heroin because they're happy with their life. No, well, it's mostly because people were forced to sit through one of the Transformers sequels. That's why I'm a, I'm a heroin addict. Or J.J. Abrams' Star, War, Star Trek movies. Yeah, that's enough to say. Crystal meth and heroin. Mm-hmm. All mixed together and syringed into your cock. When that um, Into Darkness came out, I was on smack for six months. Yeah. I had to take the hooking to make money. <laughs> so what is the way? Used to give hand jobs to airmen. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Didn't enjoy it. I'll just go to the Air Force Academy and way outside. And like, I don't like North Korea either. Why don't you come over here and I'll give you a hand job? And they loved it. Is that how things are solved? And then they were like, so why are you giving hand jobs for tenors? And I'm like, because I watched Into Darkness and I need some more smack. You mean you say hand job to, for tenors? Yeah. Is that like Pavarotti in that? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They watch. The four yeah. tenors watch and then they pay me. <laughs> See, it's beautiful. We could, we, I mean, listen. We could be the two tenors. Yeah, definitely. 20 quid, we could call ourselves. Yeah.
be great. <laughs> and now on Children in Need, 20 quid will <laughs> serenade us with their version of Ness and Dorma, the song made popular. <laughs> I think it would be wonderful if we lived in a world where you and I could really be a vocal group. Oh, wow. And they would bring us out deadly seriously, like last night at the proms, and we would stand there in the Albert Hall deadly seriously in like our best top hat and tails and bow tie and everything stood next to each other and they start playing the music and we just go yeah and the president of North Korea goes what am I thinking about yeah why am I being such an asshole let's let's get rid of our nuclear weapons let's go dump them all in the ocean let's look after our people and give them civil rights and proper proper monies and proper jobs and everything let's be nice to everybody listen to this beautiful music sung by these two incredibly talented people (laughs) I'm going to give up my ways. What about that Seth Rogen movie? Nah, fuck that. I still don't want that released. Yeah. Well, I don't want it released. (laughs) It was a bit shit what Sony did, though, wasn't it? It what? Well... Fake to hacking. No. (laughs) No, they, uh... Sony, um... They, uh... Said that independent cinemas could release it on Christmas Day... And then Sony went ahead and released it online, on demand, the day before. Mm. Screwing the independent cinemas. Nice. Now, the independent cinemas did eventually uh, uh, make a lot of money, of course, because a lot of people wanted to... Experience it on the big screen. Also wanted to honour the, the indie cinemas. But, I, um, didn't, I didn't know. I knew that they'd released it online, sort of, you know... On VOD or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, they they released it on VOD, STD, and uh, the Playboy Channel. Yeah. And stars. They 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 released it on uh, the same one as the Dustin Diamond sex tape, Double X videos or whatever it's called. Oh, I wish I'd seen that. Yeah. I do like to see Samuel L. Jackson. With an Uzi. I like to see him running from a grenade. See, what is it about Rennie Harlan that he's so fucking hit and miss? He can make some really good films, he can make some real shit as well, can't he? What was the shit that he's made? Oh, I don't know, I looked through his filmography, there's quite a lot. Rennie Harlan, let's have a look. This is a great sequence. Uh, firing bullets down into the ice. And then they fall into the ice like that. Samuel L. Jackson's like, don't pull me out while I'm down here, I'm going to have a wank, see if it freezes when I come. I love it. I saw Legend. it. The doctor actually, the kick-ass kid, did it. I want to see it. I want to see if it works. Gazunto. <coughs> <coughs> it's Jeff Speakman. 
Jess Brinkman's just been hit by a car by Brian Cox. That's right, laddie, I just hit you with my car. Get in. And off he goes. Oh, I see mate, then many hard that we hit the Covenant. X is the beginning. Mindhunters. Driven. Driven, uh, who's in that again? Sylvester Sloan. I've never seen it. I don't know if it's shit or not. I might have to check that out. Cutthroat Island. Uh, it started off alright. Nightmare Elm Street 4, prison. Their prison's quite good. Is that the uh, the follow up to uh, Dustin, Di Dustin Diamond's sex tape? Yeah. Gets it in prison. Yeah. Bum bum. Behind bars, the Dustin Diamond story. He uh, made Die Hard 2 and Cliffhanger as well. Did he? Mm. Nice. So he's worked with our friend William Sadler then. Mm. Imagine to find out if you were an assassin working for the United States government. I'd be like, oh, I'm fucking out some money. Brian Cox. I mean, Brian Cox has been in some fucking great films, hasn't he? So is his cock. Has it? Yeah. He's, he, he was like Ewan McGregor back in the day. <laughs> Couldn't keep it in his pants. 68. <coughs> oh, God. The anomaly. Uh... <coughs> What's wrong uh, with you, mate? You've done some cocaine tonight, something? Yeah, and you keep sneezing it out. Yeah. Waste of cocaine. I love that Brian Cox would have this pimp get-up in the back of his car so that Samuel L. Jackson could get dressed up like a mad <laughs> golfer. <laughs> yeah. He's got some shoes in there with fishes in the bottom. Heels. Goldfish. Water tanks. That is a pimp hat. I like that. I think it's warm, or do you think it just looks fucking cool? I think both, bit of both, bit of both. Are we meant to believe that Brian Cox wears that get-up? Oh, yeah. You're kidding. Brian Cox? He's he's mad for the pussy. <laughs> Not very in inconspicuous, are you? He's wearing a fur blue hat, a huge yellow mustardy jumper, checkered trousers, and he's driving around with Gina Davis. Favourite Samuel L. Jackson film? Uh, time to kill. No. Um... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Favorite, favorite Samuel L. Jackson film? Loaded Weapon. One. Yeah. yeah. Not Pulp Fiction. <laughs> no. Loaded Weapon. One. Field in this girls. Fine it's is. picturesque, isn't it? This place. I love it. I love it. The irony, of course, is he's dressed like a golfer, but there would have been times when he would never be allowed on a golf course because. Uh, 
Golf is, of course, the uh, international sport of racists and sexists. Yes. And horse worship. Very strange. Uh, Mike, probably Captain America 2, me. <laughs> Favourite Samuel L. Jackson film. <laughs> but obviously Kingsman's coming out soon. Yeah. Could be that. There's a joke in it that unfortunately was spoiled in one of the trailers that I told people not to watch. I couldn't believe that trailer when it came out, the Red Band trailer for Kingsman, and it spoils every good bit. Every single good bit. Good, don't watch it, because I went into Kingsman having only seen that one, the first trailer, Mm. and not really knowing what it was about, and and I loved it, because there were so many surprises in it. And then the second trailer just reveals all the surprises. And I was like, fuck that. So annoying. So much better to go into a movie without having seen too much of the trailer. I still stand by that. I agree. Just give me a teaser where you're like, this is is who's in it and this is what happens. Yeah, just do like one explosion and you're just like... Yeah. It's like when I went into the escape plan, I didn't know that he picked up a huge machine gun. No. I really enjoyed it. And then I've subsequently seen trailers for the Blu-ray where they show that bit, and I'm like, no, don't show that bit. That's the best bit. There's a, there's a trailer on at the minute. Well, it won't be on now, but it was for The Expendables 3 for the DVD for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, get to the chopper. Oh. I'm like, that's probably the best bit of it. Yeah. It just spoils it. And funny, it was a trailer in which Alan Klutz got fucked in the ass with a shotgun. Yeah. I don't believe, like, there's such an obvious height difference between the two of them. How on earth is he wearing his clothes? <laughs> I mean, he would look like Mr. Bean. Samuel L. Jackson would look like... He'd look <laughs> like Jacques Tati. I like his I like his get up. Would you wear something like that? What? Green what, and some... gold like that? Uh yeah. Why not? If I could get away with it. Samuel L. Jackson can. Why can't I? Yeah. He looks a bit like a uh, kick ass Alan Partridge. <laughs> find out that the whole backstory is that is, uh, Gene Davis wants to fuck that horse and it gave her amnesia. Yeah. Weird story and they made a film out of it. True story. Yeah. Based on the life of Helen Keller. She loves horses. <laughs> oh, look, the helicopter's showing up. There's Craig Bierko again. Everybody loves Craig Bayer from Happy Days. You mean Scott Bayer? Whatever. <laughs> Why are you mentioning Scott Bayer? Um, I don't know. I think I had a huge crush on him. He did play uh, Chachi. Chachi. I did. Chachi. Jerry loves Chachi. She also likes it in the minge. Did you know? Jody likes it in her throat. Jody. 
loves charges, spoof in her hair. You're really dodgy, wasn't it, Happy Days, really? Fonz used to live over their garage. Yeah. And it, it, I don't know, it seemed, always seemed a lot older than him. He's just like a creepy bloke who lived over their garage. He always took women home. What does Fonz around the night stay in the middle of the night? I like to go in the garden and dig holes. Yeah. He brings girls home with him and we never see him again. I think we should check a garden. There'll probably be a few bodies at the back of the garden. Fonzie is a serial killer. This is, this is my favourite bit in the movie, was her being strapped to the the wheel and being made all wet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you see, really? They'd have probably tied up naked, really, wouldn't they? Because you know the blokes and the perverts. Right. So it's a bit unrealistic. But look, the dress is blown up under the water, so... If they showed us. But still oh, look, they've be. killed Stadler from the Muppets. <laughs> Operation Honeymoon's on schedule. I've secured the tanker. Or well, maybe it's Waldorf. I forget which one has the moustache. <laughs> but Brian Cox looks like Stadler or Waldorf. <laughs> he didn't last long, did he? Poor Brian Cox, really. He didn't last oh. long. Why didn't they kill uh, Samuel Jackson, then? Because he looked too good. Yeah, they were like, we can't kill anyone with a furry hat. <laughs> it's not in the Constitution. <laughs> Scott Bio again. Yeah, they would have took everything off. I don't buy it. Is it true that she did this for real? Probably. She was married to the director. Baby, please do it for real. It's revenge for having sexy time with Brad Pitt. Yeah. In in uh, Loma and Thuise. Yeah. She did that on the show one time. What a great film that is. Thelma and Louise? Yeah. Michael is, Madsen's in it. Is it a good film? Have you never seen it? Well, I've seen it, but I don't know if it's a good film. It's not a good film. But it is a good film if you're a woman. It's all about their freedom and their friendship. And you did it to halfway through. Yeah, I always side with the husbands. Steve <laughs> <laughs> and David should be at home cooking for a husband. Yeah, instead of being strapped to a large wheel. Yeah. He was right. He was right. She's going to a lot of mischief when she ran at home. Yeah. Cooking sausages and eggs. So do you reckon, like, through this flashback that Bjorko and the bald guy, they were lovers? Oh, yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah? Mm. What, so she was loving the horse? She was definitely loving the horse. And these two were loving each other? Yeah. I'm trying to get cute. You played doctor the first time, made that mistake. And, yeah. then, and then what? That's how he lost his eye. He was and Brian Cox eye. was 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 blackmailing all of them. Mm. He found all the tapes. He was like, "I tell everybody, you fucked his eyeball out. Yeah. You fucked Red Rum."
There she is, fucking his eyeball with a needle. And away she runs. And away, and away, and away she runs. Oh, and then she falls off a cliff. Gina Davis is eight and a half feet tall. Did you know that? Oh, yes, I did know that. She's a tall woman. <clears throat> She's quite good at that. She tra transcends, you know, she can do a lot of different acting jobs. She yeah, can. She's quite, she's quite a kick-ass woman, really, in this. She's quite good. She's really good in this, and she's never really done anything else like this. No, so, but it would have been nice to have seen Davis take a uh, Sigourney Weaverish route and do some action roles. Yeah. I mean, I know Everybody's... she did Cutthroat Island, but... Yeah. That was a success. But you know, people say about Sigourney Weaver, oh, she's a kicker. It was only the Alien films, really, wasn't it? Uh, I know it's a great role. I know it is a great role at all, but they make out like to see Sylvester Stallone. Well, because there weren't many, like, eye profile. It's like Linda Hamilton, isn't it? She only did the Terminators. Yeah, I suppose you... I, I, I get it, I get it. There just weren't a lot of, like, big Hollywood women who were doing action... There was obviously, like, Rothrock, who was kicking it uh, in straight-to-video stuff, and there was obviously, um, uh, like, Yeo, Michelle Yeo and stuff, who were doing in um, in Asia. But uh, they weren't really, like, the big Hollywood ones, except, uh, you know, Gina Davis a little bit, Scorny Weaver a little bit, Linda Hamilton a little bit. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not... Dis I'm not Sort of saying that she's trying to. Get oh, cough. she's wanking him off. Go on, go on, make him come. <laughs> you must have caught up with me, have you? Yeah. Have uh, managed oh, to catch oh. up with me. I, I forwarded it. But. There he goes. I love this bit. It's well horrible around her wrist, isn't it? Where where she like pulled it out of the rope and you can see all the skin hanging off. Yeah. Nice. It's like that bit in. Um, uh, Kill Bill when uh, Uma Thurman's like punching the board and you can see the skin on her knuckles. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> didn't like that either. But like, Thurman like... didn't go on and do any more action after Kill Bill, did she? No. I thought she at least uh, yeah, reprise a role in Enter the Ninja, a remake of the Franco Nero canon classic. I don't necessarily want a remake of it. I could go with a sequel. Where yeah. she joins up with Shokasugi. She's got Tash. Yeah. And um, her and her and Shokasugi have like a f sort of forty-minute love scene. Um, Shokasugi's listening to this guy. I got gaffed as well. Yeah, Shokasugi is is uh, uh, she finds him in a bar doing an all Asian Beatles tribute with his hair because he has the old Beatles haircut, doesn't he? Yeah, the old basin. Yeah. yeah, so he's doing an all-Asian Beatles tribute. She finds him, fucks him, and then uh, and then they go off on, like, a road trip together. Yeah, I could watch that. There's oh, no fight in it. Nudity. Oh, almost naked Davis. We, we just don't see her... Uh, we don't see her cracks or crevices. No, you don't see a shit pipe. <laughs> you don't see a bread box. Cuts pubes, don't you? She 
does. He's got loads, look. Because then they're like, uh, <laughs> does the um, does the carpet match the drapes? No, it does now. Just gonna make yourself look like the crow. I never get that. I never get that. Women bloody painting the nails, but they do it with a clear varnish. What's that all about? Well, I don't know. You're wasting your own time. Why did they make a Bridget Nielsen? I don't know. Poor Samuel Jackson. He wakes up and he sees on the TV screen, the polar bears, they fight, they don't like the meaninglessness of existence. <laughs> they fight... And they kill, and they are bears of white. <laughs> He's still got his pants, though. His checkered pants. He finds, he finds the picture. He gets one out of his wallet of his himself, and he attaches it to the picture of her family. And he's like... I could be the mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ahead of you again, Chief. I don't know why mine's playing quicker than yours. I'm really sorry. Oh, that's all right. But she just flashed him and tore off his bandage. Oh, yeah. Uh, just saying that. Who the fuck are you? Name's Charlie. The spy. Nice to meet you. So, is she, has she got total recall now? She knows exactly who she is. She knows who Charlie is. She doesn't know the other life anymore because she tore up the picture, so I presume she doesn't know. She forgets the other life, doesn't she? She doesn't remember. Yeah. Or does she remember both? I forget. So, is, so was the Born Identity a remake of this, then? Well, I don't know when the books came out. When did the books it's come a, out? It's kind of very similar, isn't it? I guess so. Uh, oh, it's bl- blowing a bloody gale outside. Except I, I prefer this movie. Although I haven't seen the Bourne movies in a long time. I might have to watch them over the weekend. I do love the Bourne identity. I do love that one. And it's not got Samuel Jackson looking incredible in the shit clothes he's wearing. Brown shoes and white socks. Class, sheer class. Yeah. And checkered trousers. I remember watching this movie for the first time and I remember thinking... I'm going to have a wank now. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, back when this movie came out, that's all I ever thought. (laughs) I'm going to have a wank now. Yeah. Me too. Because when did it come out? 96. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just like, have a wank. I'm 16, have a wank. This will never run out. <laughs> <laughs> what the desire to have a wank? No, spunk. I can carry on spunk until I'm dead. Ninety-six. Yeah. About sixteen. Does spunk run out then? Uh, if you wank twenty times in a row, I'd say it's running pretty fucking low for a, <laughs> for a few hours. Mm. There's one lad in America who died, didn't he? A couple of years ago, he wanked ninety-six times in two days and he died. Too, but I was big. Don't ask. I want to come in. 
I still like that idea that uh, I think America for the next month should have a series of bizarre expressions of freedom uh, taking pot shots at North Korea and it should start with a live televised presidential fucking <laughs> I think I think that's the only way you combat it and then, <laughs> and then and then move on to the cancellation of all reality TV shows yeah uh, replacing them completely with action movie stations which just show action movies 24-7 I think the only way to really combat it is to make more action films in which we just blow shit up you know what I mean for freedom and for for babies and for the flag and everything whatever it takes but you be careful like literally the the film just starts and he's like I'm gonna blow shit up and then like, for the next hour and a half, that's all they do. Yeah, Barack Obama comes on TV with six explosions around him. Uh, We're Americans. We have to blow shit up. Fuck a national TV. Who's with me? It's great. Kim, Kim, Kim Jong Un is like, no, they've taken my role. Yeah, I mean, they really shouldn't have buckled. They really should have just fucking released everything. Yeah, even if it, uh, I, I'm, I'm beginning to seriously think it was just a one hell of a good publicity stunt because no, the film was a bit shit. But they released all those emails. They never would have released all those emails, like the racist one and the one calling Angelina Jolie a cunt and all that. They wouldn't have released all that. Well, unless they gave Angelina Jolie a bloody good check or donated to a certain charity for her. Yeah, but she's. Slowly losing her job, Amy Pascal, through those emails, so... Oh, maybe it is real, then. Don't know. I don't really know how Hollywood works, but yeah... I was surprised at this point in the movie where she's, like, sucking on his ear and rubbing his willy, why there wasn't just a prolonged sex scene for for basically the rest of the movie. If the movie just stopped here... And it was just the two of them ravenously bonking. She likes it up, huh? Chemistry, my ass. You know what I think? Just ravenously bonking, and then at the very, very end, they explode. (laughs) At the very end, like, just start. They explode, the hotel room explodes, the hotel explodes, the White House explodes, and it just ends with Shane Black going, Yeah! Yeah. yeah! Happy Christmas! <laughs> I didn't ask for the kid. Samantha had the kid, not me. Nobody asked me. I don't know when the Born Identity book came out. Let me have a look. To the internet! Otherwise, you could have a fucking. Shane Black could fucking sue somebody. Two I'm not fucking Shane Black. What? I'm not fucking Shane Black. I don't think he'd let me. No, I'm, I'm saying he should sue somebody. Oh, I think he says you could have two Shane Black. No. no I was trying to find when the Born Identity came out. I know the, uh, the original was the early 80s, late 70s, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Richard 19, Chamberlain. 1980 was the, uh, was the when the book came out, so yeah. Shane Black stole the story, I guess. 
Very similar. Except that he switched it to a eight-foot-tall woman. Mm. With the blonde, bleach blonde hair. Do you reckon she bleached her punani? Oh, of course she did. She's a method actress. She said to her husband, she said, Rene, are you going to be filming my minge? And he went, I might get a little on camera, like some side minge. And she said... Everybody likes that minge. <laughs> so she was like, OK, well, I'll, I'll dye it blonde then. Oh, yes, please, I like the blonde. Or you could just shave it all off. Shave it all off. Leave, oh, leave a little bit of stubble. Just a little bit of blonde stubble. That way I... I love that American movies when they drink out of something with a paper bag right around it. It's the way to drink. It really, it really is. It's the only way to enjoy liqueur. I never assumed that they were drinking alcohol. I thought they were quaffing pints of each other's jizz. Oh, that's it, yeah. She's, uh, her, uh, her spurts are in that. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, Samuel, I'm a squirter. I love squirting. Was this made after Pulp Fiction? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. But I bet he signed on to it before Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Because it doesn't seem like the kind of movie you would do after Pulp Fiction, you know what I mean? When he became a big star. <laughs> Although he did do Die Hard as well, didn't he? Yeah. That was after Pulp Fiction. He's probably doing anything that pays, really. Yeah. So I bet he got a nice paycheck for this. It was a big film, wasn't it? Yeah, it was probably on a nice little shiny check. Plus, he probably got to keep the clothes. That's probably what, he, probably what he did it for. And the pint of Gina Davis's love yeah. whiz. Yeah, I want a polo, mustard polo. Must have gone that, yeah. Yeah, and a bottle of Gina Davis's squirt. <laughs> well, and I will do the movie. And Rennie Harlan was like, I have one right here. And Rennie Harlan was like, would you like front or back squirt? Yeah. Or would you like a mixture of both? I like call slush it, puppy. I call it black and white. <laughs> like the milkshake. Yeah, milk, milk, lemonade, damn it. What is it? Milk, round milk, the back, lemonade. Round the back's the chocolates made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were so mature as children. <laughs> Very much so. Using the... Uh, periodic table of foodstuffs or whatever it is the food triangle or whatever to describe um, titties, minge and bumhole yeah which is the name of my new album I intend to sell more records than ever with titties, minge and bumhole yeah I should do an album like if I want to really sell albums I should do an album called titties, minge and bumhole yeah I bet that would really sell but just make it all ballads <laughs> I'm a love. I'm a lover, <laughs> and I will put it up your shit. Oh, he's just peed himself. Yeah. 
That little boy. Fat kids always pay themselves. Yeah, I always pay myself. It's when I'm, when I'm cold, it warms me up. Yeah. That's why I like to take a big hefty shit when I'm out walking around town. It just warms my body. Am I right? Is there, like, that thing with, like, tubing that you can wrap around yourself, attach it to the end of your bell end, and then when you, like, pee, it, like, warms you up? It's like a warming thing. You, like, wear it under your jacket. You can wear it under your jacket. Is that... Is that, is that a thing, or did I just dream it? Uh, I've never seen it. Maybe maybe it's real. I wonder if there's one for diarrhoea. Because that's quite warm. Yeah, but it'd be smelly, wouldn't it? It would be smelly, yeah. Don't matter if you're warm. I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm old, and if I'm warm, I don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. Or, or I would shit. Yeah. I think that should be a thing, where you, like, pee tubing. Maybe it is a thing. Maybe it's on Amazon. Thing. What would it be under on Amazon? Uh, Piss warm. Piss warming. Piss warmer. Piss warmer. The, piss the, warmer. The, the Ellen Bevel Truncheon piss warmer. Oh, my God. I've just put piss warmer on uh, <laughs> Amazon, and I've got results. <laughs> what results? Uh, Master Syphis and Savaloy Men. What is that? Book. It's a book. About piss warming? I don't know. Let's have a look why it's in the thing. What's it about? Are you Working on .co.uk? Yeah. I'm going to look Working it up on factory, can he .com. Be military. What does a Savalo Basque and the Irish countryside have in common? That has nothing to do with piss warming. Yeah, I have Master Sif- Sisyphus and the Savalo men as well. That came up on... I've also got Witch Piss by Sam Pink. Pea Perverts Kitchen Kink by Abigail Thornton. There's a naught. You can get a free Kindle edition. You don't even have to pay for pee perverts in the kitchen kink. There's a free Kindle edition. Get it? I've got loads of pig stuff as well. And then there's a, a, a an app you can get for your iPhone called Hobo Prison Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> and that came under piss warmer. <laughs> wow. Well, it actually came under results for piss. Oh, right, I put piss warmer, you see. No, no, I put piss warmer as well, but then it separates out the words because it can't... The only thing it can find that has both piss and warmer... Oh, is... see my results for pig warmer in all departments. I didn't put pig warmer, I put piss warmer. Piss warmer. Let's have a look for urine warmer. Urine. What about love we? If I put that in... <laughs> if I put love we... It comes up with uh, 50 extra large, 28 inch by 30 inch wee wee puppy housebreaking training pads. Oh, might need that. Uh, wee wonderfuls, 24 dolls to sew and love. Cuddly knits for wee ones, and in brackets, baby love. Nice. I've just typed in arse socks. Heads <laughs> <laughs> or tails. Arse socks. Yep. Nice. Did you put our socks or ass socks? Ass. I bet ass socks would come out with more. Willy jumpers. Willy jumpers. Now we've got willy jumpers as well. 
They really do sell everything on Amazon. Still think I'm warm and fuzzy? Oh, yeah. Who goes into church with a knife? Except piss warmers. Piss warmers, yeah, they've got nothing for piss warmers. Nothing for piss warmers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it. Maybe Google will have something. Warming tubes filled with piss. <laughs> Using a friend's urine to pass a drug test. No. Best way to smuggle urine warm. In brackets, no buttholes. No butts. How do I conceal clean urine for whiz quiz? It's me. I got your kid. No, this is none of these is what I asked for. No, none of them are warming through piss. You must have dreamed it. I feel like we've abandoned. I was just going to say, do you think they'll ever remake this? A long kiss goodnight? Yeah. No. I think if they do remake it, then it won't be as good. No, who would you get if you, if you had to? Like, right, we're going to pay you $5 million. Samuel L. Jackson and Gina Davis. <laughs> I'd go for... Uh... With supporting cast of David Morse, Brian Cox and Craig Bierko. Yeah, I'd go for Scott Bayo. <laughs> in that role he's still working I'd probably go for Miley Cyrus uh, in the Gina Davis role and uh, Russ Abbott in the Samuel L. Jackson see role. now Russ Abbott and Bella Remberg remaking this I'd watch it I'd watch it and we would be in it of course yeah I'd play the uh Roll of the fat kid who pisses in the <laughs> I'd need a bit of padding, but I could do it. And, and I would play uh, Craig Bierko's scarf. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about it now. I'm playing one of these uh, people with the headsets on in the office. In the office? One of the customer service people? Yeah. You'd be marvellous. Right, this is a role I was born to play. Those high-tech computers they've got. Look at this high-tech computer. Do you reckon they have the internets on there? I was I was wondering that myself. Or do you reckon they're, like, post-internet? Do you reckon they're so high-tech, they're like... I could play this woman with the blue eyeshadow yeah. headset. Yeah? You think you could put eyeshadow on as good? Well, yeah, I probably could. But I would need to be sat on a dildo chair while doing it. <laughs> Um, Dildo chair, I wonder if that's on Amazon. Yeah, look it up. Like he builds in uh, Burn After Reading. Have you seen that one with the rocking chair and the big floppy dildo on it? And as you rock back and forth on the chair, the dildo pops up between your legs? No, I've not seen it. Dildo chair? Yeah. Um, Probably just come up with Sibian, I'd imagine. It's just box. (laughs) That's not a chair, then, is it? No, it's not. But it's probably just a Sibian. What's a Sibian? 
Sibian is a vibrating. Like a monkey. It's a vibrating saddle that a woman can sit on, and it has little attachments at the front that go and and stimulates her clitoral region. Oh, the Christian! I wouldn't dream of such things. But at the same time as that, if you if you want to go the extra step, you can also screw a large rubbery rubbery cock into the top of the Sibian and sit down on it, letting the, the, the Sibian uh, cock all the way up inside. Ah, pointless. I ain't got a clitoris. Yeah. No, I don't think it's for men. Well, I'm not going to buy one for my wife. <laughs> Why? Well, you'd be replaced in a heartbeat, I think. I yeah. <laughs> I get it. My bags would be packed outside. Yeah. No, I mean, women, really, they have the corner of the market in in technological advances in coming. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've got the fleshlight, but that's still a manual-operated thing. That's still just a rubbery cup. I mean... Yeah, but it looks like a beer can. Fleshlight. Oh, you can fleshlight. Can you buy those? You can buy those on Amazon. Yeah, this is a big rubbery cup. But they're designed to look like a flashlight... Yeah. So that truckers who fuck them aren't embarrassed. Or something. Yeah. Why would you be embarrassed? Big rubbery minge. That's all we have, really, isn't it? Men yeah. don't have much Doc else. Johnson, Sasha Gray. Uh, flashlight, Christy Mack. I think we need to go into sex toy design for men. Yeah, I think you're right. But you see, I like to think that the reason why there isn't so many sex toys for men is that we're inventive about the way we wank anyway. Yeah. Sometimes I do it with two spoons. Yeah, I strap I strap some rashers of bacon to my knob using that elastic dog. bands. It dogs chew it. Yeah. Um, sometimes I get a big plate of jelly... And I just, I just fuck it, like really hard. Um, and what? I was having a conversation last night around a dining room table with strangers who I had just met about how you could fuck a donut. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I went as far as to say. You could have uh, a donut hole, like a, a donut with a hole in it, a ring donut for the poussée, two jammy donuts for the titties, and then like uh, like a chocolate-filled donut for the bum hole. And you could really just go to town on all the donuts. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a conversation we had yesterday. Happy Christmas. Right, so you can buy them based on Sasha Gray and Christy Mack, two porn stars. You can buy Sasha May's Minge. Sasha yeah. May, Sasha Gray's Minge. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to do that. And then I could say I'd fucked Sasha Gray. That, that is only 15 quid. And I can get that by Sunday on Prime. <laughs> Well, you found my Christmas present. I might actually buy you one and send it to you. No, don't bother. 
I mean, no, do bother, but don't bother. Yeah, but do. Message comes to me, please. But, but do. <laughs> please do it. I'm saying no on the commentary, but really, I want, I want to fuck it. You'd have to lube it up and stuff. I don't know. I'd feel weird about it. <laughs> I could just want to say, get a beer can and put some blamange in it. <laughs> put some blamange in my beer can. I think that um I think that if you bought that for me the trouble is is I would probably feel like I would have to do a video <laughs> saying thank you um and that would be uh yeah I couldn't put that on YouTube no delete well you could get taken down straight away or flagged I'm gonna miss you major see they've taken her top off again We've taken it so far. Mm. Eight years ago, this guy was on the hit list. Roger cuts dear. Who is this guy? The bald guy, the evil guy in this movie. Um, Why do I recognise him? Is it? Is it? Richard O'Brien playing another role in this movie? Yeah, it is. I think. Yeah, it's Richard O'Brien's brother, maybe. Bobby O'Brien. Bobby O'Brien. Bobby O'Brien, the ice skate. I'm beginning to think that that's not a hat that Samuel L. Jackson's wearing, it's just his hair. His hair is that is it, green is and furry. Yeah, he never takes it off, does he? That was since my new wig. Don't like it. Don't want it. Don't now, like it. Now, what do you reckon? Do you reckon the long brown hair was a wig, or do you reckon the short blonde hair is a wig? I think she's... I think the it was filmed in sequence... And that's her hair. It doesn't look like her hair, though. I think it was a hair. Because you think how big her hair was. How's that all going to get under a wig? Oh, blame it on the Muslims, naturally. Magic. They painted. Oh, yeah, they so. painted her hair green. Yeah. That hair is matte painting. They painted her hair green. The brown hair, the long brown hair, green. Oh no! They've killed uh, Oliver Hardy. <laughs> Stan I was gonna be pissed. Be just a minute. Hey. Gonna go and take him out for Christmas dinner. So, plant this poor Arab to take the fall. I'm not dead. <laughs> just very, very yeah. cold. Why is it they put her in the freezer and they don't just shoot her in the head? Yeah, it's always the thing in film, action films. If you've got somebody who's really, really great and you've got them tied up, shoot them through the fucking head twice, burn the body... Well, mouth-fuck them first. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then just as you you come, shoot them in the face. Yeah. Minding the cock. Well, you have to pull out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Otherwise you blow the tip off. Yeah. Unless that's the way you want to go as well. Because you'd lose quite a lot of blood, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd cut the end of your knob off. Oh, God, I'd be like a geyser. (laughs) It'd be like a um, Shogun Assassin. Yeah, film it for children's parties. (laughs) (laughs) Go to a children's party. I'm going to cut the bell end off. My bell end. Don't do it, Jamie. I think I think that's probably how I'd want to go because it'd make the news. It would. I think I think my mum would be quite proud. Yeah, 
Man. He always wanted to be famous. Man cuts tip of knob off during <laughs> holiday celebration. <laughs> and puts it in a pasta parcel. It's the last present. And when they get to it and they go, hey, Mum, what's this? I just keel over and die. It's a mushroom. <laughs> Is it magic? It was magic. Quite a sinister bastard, isn't he? Who? The bad guy. Scott Bayo. Craig Bioko. Yeah. Isn't that his daughter or something? Yes. That's really his daughter, isn't it? Yeah, that's really his daughter. Because them two had the whoopee. They they made lovage. Yes. They made love. I took her in a cupboard and I put it in her roughly. Have you, have you seen the girl now? Which girl? The girl who plays her daughter. Oh, is she still an actress? Mm. Yeah? Worth yeah, looking at? Yvonne Seymour. Yeah? Is it worth looking at? Yeah. I see. Send me a picture. Maybe she could do the remake. Yeah, that's a good idea. There you go. Like, maybe the daughter grows up and finds out she was really a... She's got blonde hair as well. Yeah. She's nine months three. Look at that right there. Maybe she's a friend of the Blacks. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's Shane Black's daughter. Or Shane Black's love child. Yeah, that he had with Scott Bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Blackie Craig, loves Chachi. <laughs> Craig Biarco was in the uh, Three Stooges. There you go. He was also in Buston Legal. Buston Legal. Buston Legal. Yeah, that's how you're going to get out. What, with a little... With a little, little baby? Yeah. Put C4 in its head. That's so weird. It's doing a little pee-pee. <laughs> but the pee-pee is... Lamorge. How does she know that the pee-pee is flammable? Oh, child's piss is flammable. I think. She did put petrol in it. Yeah. Oh. It's true though. Where he's look, here he is, Samuel L. Jackson. He's tied up. And he's still wearing that hat. Yeah. I just want to die with my hat on, motherfucker. How much do you reckon that hat would sell on eBay for? At least twenty-five dollars. At least, if not less, less. I reckon that hat right now would sell on eBay. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. 
Yeah, if not more, Samuel Jackson is quite a well-known name. I think it would be funny if the little girl comes over and goes, Mummy, what are you doing? I have a lighter here. <laughs> She's sitting in the corner smoking. She does, she has matches up in her thing. Yeah, I always carry a spare match around on my horse. She has matches in her, what do they call it, car. Why, why didn't she just tell us straight away? I don't know, she's exerted all that energy and all that time wasted. Yeah. Don't look at She looks like Paddington Bear, for fuck's sake. Red hat, a blue coat. I'd love it if one of those barrels blew right up Craig Bierko's bum bum. Yeah. That's the way he wants to go. Samuel L. Jackson, nice throw with a knife. Must have been cold filming this. That's the only thing with, like, uh, making everything Christmas time. Shane Black's never been on a set where he's been warm. Yeah, it's Christmas time. Why don't you say it like Christmas time in Australia? Yeah. You probably import snow. That's where all the budget would go. Australians have never seen snow. Well, it's just in Australia, isn't Christmas during their summertime? Yep, it's summer there at the minute. Yeah. bastards. The Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. Do you ever want to go to Australia? Yeah, I wouldn't mind going to Australia. I'd like to. I'd like to go to Australia. I'd like to go to New Zealand. I'd love to go to New Zealand. And I'd like to go to Brazil. And I'd like to go to... Cleethorpes. Oh, this time of year. Delightfully shit. Yeah. No, I'd like to go to New Zealand. I think I'd just walk around with big feet on, pretending I was a hobbit. Going up to people going, I made the hobbit here, you know? Just to see what they say. Or make a hobbit of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd come back to New Zealand, but I don't want to make a hobbit of it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? Uh, that's fuck good, off, man. mate. <laughs> I like the pun, but still, fuck you. Fuck you and your stupid fucking jokes, taking the piss out of our Lord of the Rings. There's more to New Zealand than us just being Australian. There's more door. <laughs> There's more door to Australia. <laughs> to New Zealand, rather. Ah, same thing. They hate that, don't they? They really do, yeah. Not the same place, mate. We're completely different. You sound what the same. Whatever, you all sound the same. <laughs> Bloody Aussies. It's like Scotland. Yeah. New uh, Americans and Canadians. Yeah, Wales. All the same. Wales and... Wales. <laughs> Belgians and... 
French, Germans and Dutch. Yeah, they all seem the same. They all share the same landmass, don't they? Yeah. Same bloody place, really. No, we have the borders. It's killing everybody like it's a bloody Call of Duty game with that sight. Samuel L. Jackson's been shot. Yeah, he's bloody ruined his lovely white socks. Go over there, she sucks the bullet out. Yeah. And it's Why did the kid get into there? Get into what? The little tank underneath the truck. Why did get he do that? Drugs. No, she why did it there, didn't she? No, the kid just ran over there by herself. What did she well, tell she's the kid? A twat. Then she should she should suffer for that. Yeah, I know, right? I would have done it. I'd have buried myself in the snow. She's running. She'll catch up with that. She's trained. She's well trained in running, shooting, and squirting. Hey, listen up. She's gonna make a try for the payload. How driving? I wonder what the budget was on this. What do you reckon? On this movie? Yeah, forty mil. I would say about twenty-five dollars. And uh. They probably gave all the crew wagon wheels <laughs> for lunch. You know what? I always look back and think, oh, wagon wheels. But looking, you know, looking back, though, honestly, I don't think I ever finished a wagon wheel. I didn't really like them. Too big. I finished one, but not with my mouth. Yeah. Stick up your bum. It's all over my... my Juicy knob. <laughs> That's how you take girls, isn't it? Yeah. How about you come around to mine? We get a wagon wheel out. My dog, my dick. Just split it in two and I just wrap it around either side of my penis. Yeah, just put it inside and let it melt and I'll lick it out. How was that sound? How would Craig Bierko still be alive? His whole building blew up. He, he was, was covered in, in water. And a man with that good cheekbones don't die easy. It's like licensed kid in the truck. It'd be great if Timothy Dalton was in this movie. I'd recast it, Timothy, Timothy Dalton. Dalton, Gina Davis role, in a dress. No, Timothy Dalton as, as the uh, Brian Cox character. Yeah, I don't want Timothy Dalton to die. Well, no, in my version, he wouldn't die. Yeah, Gina Davis dies. Yeah. And Timothy Dalton, dressed as Brian Cox, carries on the film. I have him dressed as Sherlock Holmes. And I'd have the daughter played by Angelina Jolie. Samuel L. Jackson's role, I would be it would be played by Robert England and Scott 
Bayo's character. Craig Bierko. Yeah, would be uh, Henry Winkler. That film couldn't fail. No, it'd be it'd be an instant hit. Yeah. No CGI in this either. All done for reals. I'd have um, the Gina Davis role played by Menachem Begin. Who the fuck's that? He was the sixth Prime Minister of Israel. Ah. Good actor. Is it he or she? He signed the peace treaty with Egypt in 1979. Uh, Yeah. For which he and Anwar Sadat shared the Nobel Prize for Peace. Oh. I'd have Einstein playing Gina Davis as well because he's got the hair. And the tash. Did Einstein ever do a movie with Gina Davis? Yeah. He was in uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh, yeah, that was it. And uh, who's the Tesla? He was in a film with Steve Martin called uh, Planes, Trains and Automobiles. A lot of people think it was John Candy, but it wasn't. It was Tesla who invented the coil. The vaginal coil? Yes. Yes. I don't believe that Craig Bierko would have survived any of this. I imagine that the moment his, like, hair gel got washed off, he probably would die. Yeah, he can't live without hair gel. It's a fact. It is a fact. Craig Bierko thrives on it. Another interesting fact about this film. Richard Branson did all the catering. He did? Yeah. Made them all hamburgers and... chock dips for pudding. The weird thing was... is that... It was actually filmed in June in in Brazil. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they had to spend over $50 million transforming it into Niagara Falls at wintertime. Yeah. With no CGI, they used over 10 million gallons of water um, that they stole from nearby homes, so people died. And uh, all the snow is really come of poor people that they milked like cattle using various machines. And uh, they all died. Um, And then uh, all the fake blood is actual real blood of other Brazilians. And And they all all died. Yeah, all the hobos, they all died. Um... That's what you did, though, to make movies back in the day. You did. You couldn't do it. Like, before CGI, thousands of people would die making a film. Um, Samuel L. Jackson is really played by two Brazilian beachcombers standing on top of each other underneath an anorak. Yeah. It's all camera angles as it well, is. isn't it? It's all camera angles and smoke. Smoke and mirrors. a lot of smoke. Paul Daniels played the daughter. Yeah, you see, in this scene, with all the police cars, there's actually only one police car there. It's all mirrors. Yeah. It's actually, this was actually set in a hall of mirrors. Yeah. Um, 
this was at the the Canadian American border, but actually, it was uh, filmed in Nottingham, <laughs> and they had to have all this constructed by the Time Bandits. You wouldn't say, you wouldn't <laughs> think it'd be cheaper to do it that way, but it was. It was cheaper back then. They got a good tax break. Yeah, back then to film in America cost over three quarters of a billion dollars just to yeah. film any, just to in fact open a camera case yeah and uh, and and contemplate filming a guy would jump out of the bushes and charge you money for just doing that because as well at this time when you're making a film in America it's remarkable any, Hollywood got as far as it did really yeah every time an actor farted on set yeah they were fine they were fine a, milli- a million dollars and yeah. Gina Davis it's quite excessive wind. <laughs> She's a big fan of pickled fish. Yeah. And first day... And Brussels she sprouts. Farted, <laughs> she farted four times and bankrupted the first studio. Yeah. So they have to shut down production and move it to Nottingham. Whereas, of course, in Nottingham, you... You, you could shit yourself and it was, yeah, le- it was legal. Le- yeah, you're encouraged to fart, if anything. <laughs> Expressive freedom, artistic freedom. Yeah, America was a much more repressive place in the 90s. He's shooting at his own daughter then, he doesn't care. Yeah, he don't care. That's how evil he is. Although, you know, kids can be a right pain, right? Aren't I right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'd probably get up in a helicopter and circle your house and fire off a few rounds at your girls sometimes, I bet. There's like, Paul, get down! I'm like, oh, but can you take the fuck out of everything? Here he comes, Samuel L. Jackson. The last big stand out the back of the van. That is an awesome stunt by that guy who leaps out the way. This was great. This is what 90s movies were all about. The guy who you think is dead... You think he's out for the count. He's covered in gore. He's spitting blood. He's bandaged up. His white socks are stained. He leaps out the back of the truck. You can't kill me, motherfuckers. Because you can't. You can't keep a good man down. No, you can't. That's because really that hat was filled full of some sort of special chemical. He's going to drive to Canada now. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, right? I'm taking the kid to Canada. <gasps> Love this. Snatches the gun out of the flaming guy's pants. Kills him. Look at that right there. Bjorko didn't even see it coming. He's never seen anything coming. <laughs> he looks away when he ejaculates. And then he's like, I'm not Scott Bio. I don't care who you are. <laughs> you sound like him. They got eight seconds to drive away. Jackson's on the case. He's bleeding, he's in pain, he's dying. There's helicopters, Bjorko's about to die. Here we go. Boom, look at that. Look at that. Do you know you can't get to Canada anymore? No, you can't. You have to swim. Yeah, they destroyed everything they making this. They just ruined the bridge. But it was worth That's why there was no sequel. Yeah. Look at that. That is insane. Look at that. 
That is so good, isn't it? No CGI. That is so good. No CGI whatsoever. Get back projection, but still. You can forgive him. I reckon that whoever made this looked at PM Entertainment and went, you want to do that? Because literally, the PM Entertainment movies I was talking about earlier, the whole movie is that. And that's just the end of it. But the whole movie is that. Do you think she turns up at her husband now and he's like, so come on then, how many guys do you fuck? Yeah, you fucked uh, Samuel Jackson, didn't you? Wally Roy sucks. Did you get pictures? I think she's cock. Did he make him dress up as his Star Wars character? <laughs> Mace Windu. Mace Windu. As we know, she's got wings, so she's a whole Windu. Windy. That's illegal. A headlight gone. Just saying. It's all better now. Yeah. She's gonna suck the bullet out. He's wearing my cock as well. There she is, Thelma Louise ending. Talking to the President of the United States of America. He's like, I'm just about to sign something into Buffett's with my gold pen. I'm about to allow people the chance to eat chocolate openly in public. I think it's gonna be a big seller. Who realized chocolate? Surprised how much a good teacher can earn. Oh, gosh, I know. <laughs> Love blood in this movie as well, aren't I? I'm going to allow people to blowjob each other in public parks every five days. <laughs> I think it's going to be a possibly groundbreaking bit of bill writing. Anybody can suck off the president. <laughs> That's a new law. City intelligence analyst Jack there he is Larry King and in our studios here tonight is Pittsburgh native Mitchell Hennessy who at a surprise press conference was singled out Larry King and Samuel L. Jackson they don't even look like they're in the same room but they are same league and there's his mum look his, his wife is like I cannot fucking believe you're on Larry King Larry King's like I can't believe I'm on Larry King I can't believe I'm still alive. I've seen Larry King's dick. Every time <laughs> I go to the toilet, I see Larry King's dick. Uh, in New York, I'm playing against Chicago. I'm earnest. <laughs> Just a fucking film with some good-looking blokes at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They've exchanged the cold north for the golden south. And he's exchanged his roll neck for a little short sleeve shirt from the Hawkshead catalogue. Oh, yeah. And she just killed a... What are they called? Crickets? Cricket. She just killed a cricket and he's just like, I'm never getting out of this marriage. Yeah. How, how do I tell her that I've been fucking her sister for the last ten years? She's yeah. going to kill me. I know. He, I think actually what he's been doing is fucking the goat look. Yeah, it looks like, like While you were away, and we were setting up this little farm down south, I fucked the sheep. 
How do I tell her she's going to fucking kneecap me? Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah. But she'll know it's mine when it comes out because it'll have a roll neck on. It'll have a woolly roll neck. I think it's a jaw that makes her a bit weird, you know. I know, right? A huge jaw. It is a huge jaw. The draw of her is the jaw. The jaws. The jaws, the drawers. Jaws of the drawers of the balls. <laughs> nice to see a film that ends really nicely. Oh, I'm so happy, dead. isn't it? Yeah. I'm so happy. Except, except for that fucking cricket. Yeah. The kill is real cricket. I think at the very end of this movie, just as it fades to black, the building should blow up and you should know that really everybody dies. Because oh, that's the truth yeah. of reality, isn't it? That's what Christmas is all about. Death. Death. Death, Death, Death becomes her. So, in, in the pantheon of Christmas action movies, Lethal Weapon, Die Hard, this, where does this fall for you? Not at the top. Is it above Die Hard 2? Yes. Uh, then I. Uh, it's a damn good one. It's a damn good one. But it's. Donald uh, 2 still got. Bruce Willis when he seemed to give a shit. Yeah. And Franco Nero. Yeah, Franco Nero. William Sadler, of course. Uh, Bonnie Bedelia. Yeah. Um, Robert Patrick. The guy with no dick. Yeah. Uh, the old woman on the uh, plane who goes, I zap those bastards with that, a taser. That's my favourite character in the whole movie. The film was, should have been based around her. I tracked her down when I moved to America. That's why you moved to America, isn't it? Yeah, and when I tracked her down, I, you know, I was with my wife at the time, and uh, you know, we were in we were in this actress's apartment. My wife went to the bathroom. And I just leant over and I went, "Come on, let me let me just put my tongue on your clit." And uh, the actress, she was like 83 at the time. She just she didn't have to hitch up her skirt very far. <laughs> <laughs> but she hitched up her skirt; it was just there, hanging down like a like <laughs> like a tentacle. <laughs> Like a fleshy tendril, and I just, uh, I just bent down, I just, I unfilled my tongue, and just the very tip of it touched it, and she just managed to get her skirt down, just as my wife came back in the room. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. that's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, yeah. I can cross that off the bucket list. <laughs> so now every time I'm watching Die Hard 2, and she comes on the screen... I come, in, I come in my pants. Grace, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so good. I'm visiting Bonnie Bedelia next year. You got a floppy lady yet? What? <laughs> no, he's still in there. Shit. There's my card. Tell me when it's flopping down by your knee. And I'll lick the shit out of that. Yeah. That's all true story, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
know the um, the guy who's flying the, the plane that um, Frank O'Neill is in? Oh, yeah. yeah. I tracked down his apartment as well. <laughs> I, was, I was alone at this point. And I climbed up his fire escape. And uh, I dropped my trousers. And I pressed my bum all the way up against his window. Just kept it there about three hours joke was on me though he wasn't even home he was he was away making another movie I felt really stupid because he'd lent the apartment to some uh, Mexican friends of his and they never stopped screaming shame that it's funny because I got a letter from him later on after he heard of what happened and he was like, I would have really fucking loved that. That's what he said. He said, I heard about what happened. I'm sorry my friends didn't like it. They're screamers, he said. Um, but then he went, if you'd done that and I was there. And then he just wrote, he just wrote, oh. And that, several O's. I mean, the shout I'm thinking about, yeah. Yeah, and he just wrote, he's like, I've whacked off at least five times to that image of your butt pressed against my window on a cold winter's night. And um, I think he was very grateful. He said that it inspired him to do several acting roles after that. That's nice. It was nice, because it's a shame, because the actress who let me lick her extended clip, she died. She did die. I've just looked her up. She has actually dead. Yeah. But uh, he... He's still alive and um, very grateful, very grateful. Sends me a card every year. It's yeah. nice when they do that. Yeah, it really is. It really Jean, is. Gene Bates, the name was. Yeah, that was her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, prolific career she had. She, i tell you what she was really good at. Um, she told me. I couldn't get to experience it, sadly, because we weren't alone. But she sent me pictures she was really good at the backwards wank, which is where, like, you stand behind the woman and they reach around. Yes, yes. And, like, do a backwards pump. She was great at that. That was, like, her speciality. She sent me several pictures. She had backwards wanked some of the greats. Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> Dean Martin. Yeah. Several times. Um, Clint Howard. <laughs> That was when she got older, got a bit more desperate. <laughs> she really needed the cash. Peace to Houston off. <laughs> In fact, she <laughs> she was on set of uh, Death of the Nile, and she did uh, Houston off and Niven at the same time. Both backwards. They stood behind her. She reached round. She was ambidextrous. I got a picture of that. Oh, did she sign it? Did she sign it? Yeah, I got a photograph of her doing a backwards wank with Niven and Eustada. Eustada had signed it as well. That's lovely, that is. Yeah. That must be worth quite a bit. It is. I've got it framed now. <laughs> it's in my wardrobe, framed on the wall. I've got a little shrine in there to her her backwards wankapades, she used yeah. to call them. 
Yeah. I tell you what, the, the one of her and um, President Reagan. Oh, <laughs> that is sex. That ended the Cold War. That is she sex. Gorbachev as well, isn't she? <laughs> and Reagan at the same time. Oh, she Gorbachev. Yeah. She gave him a good old Gorbachev. Um, While but Margaret Thatcher sat on her face. The interesting thing about the Reagan picture is that Nancy's in the corner. <laughs> Fuming. Take, well, she's angry. <laughs> she's angry, but she's not looking away. That's what I find really fascinating about the picture. Not looking away. Oh, jealous. Oh, oh, sl- slightly aroused, I think. Yeah, oh yeah. But, I I mean, angry, angry aroused. Like, when you get really sexually aggressive uh, and angry at the same time. That's really what Nancy was all into. Well, she enjoyed it in her own weird way. Yeah, bondage and whips and chains and stuff. She also really liked that. Whip me, baby, one more time. Um, But, uh, yeah. They said that only Nixon could go to China. But only that actress, Jean, what's her name, could backwards hey. wank Nixon. Yeah, well... That's what they would say. Only Jean could backwards wank Nixon. Yeah, she did Ian McKellen as well, even though he's gay. He's <laughs> In fact, our last act on her <laughs> deathbed was to do McKellen and Stewart together. That's why he's gay. He's like, nothing will ever top that. I may as well pretend to men. They're doing a five-part miniseries on HBO about a the, <laughs> gonna, the woman gonna... behind the woman behind the man. <laughs> it's like a it's it, what it is. It's, it's famous moments throughout the last sixty years of of history. Most of it's based on their wanking people off. <laughs> it's it's going to ri- rival the Thornbirds. <laughs> it's going to rival Roots as the great American documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's basically yeah. Basically, it's like Forrest Gump, but <laughs> she she goes through the last sixty years of American history backwards, wanking famous men, yeah, and uh, and bringing about great world change. Yeah, it's fascinating, fascinating. And they use some of my photographs as uh, reference points to get it factually accurate. You're a producer on it, aren't you? Uh, yeah, well, exact producer. Yeah. I gave them the photographs and um, a cup of Niven Spunk Yeah, that she'd saved in the freezer. You have to keep it in, like, liquid nitrogen, Niven oh, Spunk. Yeah. So that it never gets out, because if it gets out, it's like the thing. Once it gets <laughs> into people, it, it takes over and, and is able to uh, duplicate people. And then... Yeah. Yeah. It's never good. No, that's why you have to keep it in, in deep freeze yeah. containment units. But they, they looked at it for the movie. They looked at it. And one of the producers, very brave guy, very, very brave guy, tip of his pinky finger just in the top of the cum and then tasted it on his tongue. <laughs> He's dead now. But i tell you what, he died happy. It's a, it tastes like... Uh, uh. Yeah. He died, but never did find out. He died and, happy, oh. but with a salty tongue. Yeah. True story. Really wanting a soda. Yeah. Um, no, it's true. 
It's what killed River Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Niven spoke. Yeah. 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 It was all a big cover-up, really, when they're saying he was doing heroin and cocaine snowballs or whatever it is. No, it was Niven Spunk. Niven, Niven Spunk. Yeah. They were well, selling it on the black market. That's what paid for the Viper rooms. Yeah. I've been at this. That actress, she um, she backwards wanked Johnny Depp and forwards wanked River Phoenix so that Johnny Depp and River Phoenix could stand with the tips of their cocks touching... While she stood between them, forward hand on his and backward hand on hers, on on, on his, the other one. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then they, like, came into each other's balance. Into each other's piss holes. That's what, that's what drugs will do to you. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you know the only person back. to ever refuse a backwards wank from her? Who's that? Figo Mortensen. Yeah? Yeah. Because he, he thought the Lord of the Rings would carry his career. And do you know what? The only way his career would have would have continued with that success, backwards wank. Yeah, well, it but worked he, he Hugh was, Jackman. He, oh, are you kidding? Hugh Jackman gets one every year. He gets like a top-up. In fact, when she died, he went to the nearest living relative which was actually an old guy who lives just outside uh, Vermont, Burlington, Vermont, and he goes up there every year and the guy has to backwards wank him. But it works. It does work. It, that's what's weird about it. You know, I don't believe in many things. I don't believe in phrenology or astrology or any of that stuff or Jesus, but the backwards wank, that, I tell you what, that it's made many great men. It Sean really has. Connery. John Connery, sure. Yeah. Well, some, some say Sean Connery was the original. Yeah, well, I know that even though she's gr- she was great at it, she used to be, she liked to be backwards wanked by Roger Moore. <laughs> With a dildo in her chuff. <laughs> yeah. So you would just pump the dildo in and out. Yeah, because but- she couldn't handle Roger Moore. That's the only man she couldn't handle. She couldn't do it. No. Well, he already had all the success and talent, of course. Yes. It was, it was natural to him because um, as a baby, he was uh, uh, backwards wanked by royalty. When <laughs> Roger Moore was born, uh, several royal princesses from all around Europe um, stood around the crib and took it in turns to backwards wank him as a baby. And that just kind of <laughs> kept him... Just kept, I mean, it just kept him going the rest of his whole life. He never needed a top-up. No. Not Roger Moore. No. But true yeah. story. But, uh, yeah. no, Hugh Jackman goes, goes, still goes to her only living relative, Bob, in uh, Burlington, Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a true story. Uh, but, no, Viggo Mortensen refused. Now where is he? Well... He's never in anything, is he? No. It's the last Nothing. thing he was in. He's doing a lot of work with David Cronenberg. Is he? Yeah, but it's not, it's not amazing work, you know. Look at Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh yeah, well he's a, he's a, he's interesting because um, he can actually backwards wank himself. <laughs> it was he was taught to him. He's able to um, tuck his knob underneath him, and then like wank it from behind 
through his legs. Well, you've got to adapt. Yeah. What's what life is. Well, because she died. There's well, just died, no... Yeah. There's no... You know, I, I, I think that probably heralded the downfall of modern society. It's why we've seen so many riots <clears throat> and had so much problems politically, uh, why race has become an issue again, and um, why movies are shit. It's because yeah. she's dead. Yeah. When did she sure. die? 2007. See? That was the year, wasn't it? Everything yeah, went well, wrong after that. Yeah. Did I wish I knew her. I know, me too. This podcast would be listened to by millions if we knew her. Yeah. Um, what was crazy is that... Um, well, you got to... Is that they actually sent... Lick a clip. <laughs> Sorry? You got to lick a clip, didn't you? Oh, I, yeah, I got to lick, lick her, her distended clip. <laughs> um, but no time for a backwards wank. I blame my ex-wife for that, really. Um, I would be a, a successful media entrepreneur if it, if it, was, if it wasn't for her. Well, that saying goes, dude, behind every great woman is a... Uh, behind every great man is a woman. Yeah. Holding them back. Holding them back, yeah. Whereas in front of every great man... There's, a, there's Gene there's giving Gene. you a backwards wank. <laughs> giving you a wank. That's true. It's absolutely yeah. true. I might go visit Bob in Burlington and see if he'll <laughs> do it for me. I'm, I'm not I'm not proud. I'll I'll get it done if that's what's going to keep me successful in this world. I tell you what, I'm not I'm not ashamed. Well, look at Hugh Jackman. Yeah, <laughs> I do frequently. He's the uh, he's the Wolverine. Yeah, um, it's it's odd because before nine eleven, they sent her over to a cave in Afghanistan to look for Osama bin Laden. She was going to give him a backwards wank, and. Uh, she found him September 12th. She could have averted, you know, one of the worst incidences in the world. Yeah. But uh, sadly, the GPS she had, well, they hadn't, they hadn't done the caves yet. Uh, even though he was in his house. Yeah. And they found him. But, well, that was later. That was his house in Pakistan. That was later. Yeah. But, Never uh, checked there, though, did they? No. No. <laughs> Uh, well, that's what I said. He should have camped out on the White House lawn. They never would have thought to have looked for him there. That's where we had uh, the girl's Christmas presents, you see. Yeah. Before we sent them to Santa. Put them in the dishwasher. Kids never fucking go in there. No, they never do. Save me a job. Yeah. A fucking oven. I put them in the bathtub because kids hate baths. Yeah, they do. Smelly little fuckers. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, the things that could have been avoided. Um, she backwards wanked Hasselhoff as the wall came down. <laughs> when he was singing on the Berlin Wall. Yeah, well, Hasselhoff says it was him. It, uh, uh, it was Gene Yates. It was, Gene Yates, backwards Back, wanking. Backward wanker of the stars. Yeah, it's true. Hooked yeah, on a feeling. got one. And Nimoy, yeah. same time. Same time. Well, it's the only two people from Star Trek you really know. But actually, what was weird about that was that was that was different. That was while they were driving along. It's why George Takei so jealous. Yeah, no, that that did cause a lot of tension because mm. um, she knew Takei was gay before he did. She was like, "I'm not going near it. it, it it'll turn you straight. You don't want that." She said she saw the future and she said, "You know what? Just stick around." And you're going to love the cock in fifty years' time. In 50 years' time, when you can't get enough of a bell end past your lips, 
when you can't get enough of that, you're going to become a, a gay icon and people are going to follow your Facebook page and all that. She, she saw it all. Yeah, and he's like, oh, my. And she was like, oh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> and uh, so she I'm said, I'm not even gay. Yes, she, you are. She said, all you have to do is live in obscurity for about 35 <laughs> years. And then when the rest of the world comes around to, like, being gay, you'll be able to go on chat shows, slag off William Shatner, put on memes on Facebook about how crazy the world is, and people will love it. Yeah. You'll be hailed as a as a gay activist without really actually doing anything. Right, you'll just be... Just be... Just be... Gay. Yeah, just to gay. But mm. weirdly enough, you'll never be too gay. No. So that, that works. Um... But no, Shatner and Nimoy, they used to go on road trips with Jean Davis, and she would yeah. sit in between them uh, on the gear stick. Yeah. Uh, with the Bones gear stick up there. And Bones was there. He was like, my God, Jim. And she would sit between them on the gear stick and, um, and pound both their knobs as yeah. they were driving along. She's like, I'm skiing. That caused the uh, crash that lost all of Shatner's hair in 1964. <laughs> Um, it's a true story but no it's fascinating life you should read her book uh, I'll definitely order it backwards wanking on Amazon it is yeah <laughs> and uh, watch the miniseries when it comes out she's oh, being should def- uh, we should be setting the uh, she's being VHS played by uh, Helen Mirren <laughs> yeah yeah Denise who, Crosby in the younger years yeah Helen, Helen Mirren who does all her own stunts yeah. Of backwards ranking. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for that. Looking forward. Next Christmas, isn't it? Got well, what's, what's, what's fantastic is, um, what is really incredible, is that there is a sequence where Helen Mirren, playing Gene Yates, um, backwards double-clicks the mouse of a younger Helen Mirren. Because uh, she did women, too. She did, she did uh, uh, clitoral rubbing. Of well. Chalmers. And, and and so there is a digital young Helen Mirren being backwards wanked by a, an older Helen Mirren playing Gene Yates. It's the first time anything ever like that has ever been done. And um, I think it's going to win some awards. I think it sounds like Oscar bait to me. Well, it is, because um, Oscar, who gave his name <laughs> to the statue, uh, he was her husband. <laughs> right. Oscar Yates. Yeah. Yeah. The more you get into this story, the more it's fascinating. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. fascinating. Do you know they never had children because she 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 didn't like to have sex. Yeah, but she she, nice bunk. she loved the backwards wank. Um, That's why she always did it backwards. She couldn't stand the sight of it. Couldn't stand the sight of it. And and he had to. He used. To, he actually told his story on on sixty minutes. But um, he used to have to come into a a mug. Uh, on which was written World's Greatest Husband. So that's nice. <laughs> it's a love story, isn't it? Like... <laughs> it's, what? it's it's it when he dies of face cancer, it's hideous. I mean it, it not a dry seat in the house. He got cancer of the face. She never realised that he had cancer of the face because um she never looked at him. He was always behind her. So she didn't see the tumour. 
He just died right there in her hand. Well, the rest of him did. His cock was still stiff as a board. Oh, yeah. Which she cut off and kept. <laughs> she had it mounted on some rubber balls so she, she could put it inside it. herself and she says, not anything else will ever go up here. No. <clears throat> she said, I will let a British man tongue my clip years <laughs> from now. That's true. She closed her hole off completely. Yeah, sewed it up. Just yeah. left a little bit for the piss. Left. <laughs> With a straw sticking out. Yeah, just a little little straw. <sighs> it's fascinating. So check out the HBO uh, Gene Yates backwards wanking the world. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Yeah, as I say, it's the best um, tale of American heroism since uh, Forrest Gump. Finally, her true story can be told. Yeah, well, it's took a year for the rights to come through, isn't it? Yeah, it's so. taken ages because, of course, nobody believed that rubbing a, a, a wealthy man's cock would change the world, but it, it does every time. It did. It did. Every it time. Did. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the only thing she ever regretted? Donald Trump. It's all she ever regretted. Well, she, she said get she, everything right. She said if she could go back now, she would have cut it off, not rubbed it. <laughs> she would have had her own Trump Tower right there in in um in her front room. a few Trump Towers in her end. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. She says the only thing she regretted. She was like, that was the trouble, is that she never really saw the guys. They would be let in through a, a back room and and they would walk up behind her and there was a code when you were in position you tapped her twice on the shoulder and then when you were unsheathed as she used to call it you tap her again and then she would just reach behind and wank you off yeah. uh, it was kind of beautiful and then as you went out there was just a, a little dish there all donations welcome Made she's, a, she's made quite a, a woman. Made a fortune. Yeah. Made an absolute fucking fortune. Absolute fucking fortune. I, I tell you, half of Las Vegas is built on that money. Fucking fortune. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I really can't. That's a beautiful story. I'm glad we could tell everyone about it. Yeah, well, hopefully people will... Watch that. Yeah. And come. Yeah. Into the hands of old women. <laughs> it's funny, they say that there's a woman out there, I don't know her name, <laughs> but she's responsible for all the evil in the world. So all the evil men who have been backwards wanked have been wanked off by this woman. Yeah, well, on every side of a good coin, there's a bad side. Well, there has to be. There has to be to maintain balance. Yeah. Yeah. Balance of the force. So, um, you know, she wanked off uh, Saddam Hussein, um, and she wanked off Hitler. She wanked off Pol Pot. Yeah. Um, Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Oh, yeah, to this day. Alan Carr. Yeah. 
some say that her hand was really because she lost her hand in a threshing machine when she was 14 while being taken roughly from behind by a very young and pert Raoul Julia um, that she had a criminal's hand stitched on like from a from a prison mortuary mm. stitched on and and the evil in the hand uh, caused the evil of the world from from backwards wanking yeah so in a way Raoul Julia is responsible for all the deaths that happened from about 1950 onwards because he was so intent on having sex around farm machinery who isn't well, exactly. But you know, Raoul Julia, he was hot blooded, he was uh, he was a passionate, violent lover, and he just didn't know that he had switched the machine on. Mm. Or that she had a hand in the jaws of death. <clears throat> also it is I thought I had snatch. Yeah. I mean, if you ever want to know why Last of the Summer Wine ran as long as it did, backwards wanking. I mean, really. Like, oh, yeah. Compo is a bugger for it. Yeah. Used to do it into his hat. <laughs> and then put the hat on. Leo did. Yeah. <laughs> he always had Salis come on his hair. <laughs> so it stayed so matted. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that was a pleasure. I enjoyed that. It's good. It's good. Uh, I'll put the, put that on tonight, and uh, it'll be good. Excellent, sir. Excellent. Right, I'm going to uh, go off and snooze. Yeah, take it easy, sir. All right, dude. All right, man. Bye now. Speak to you later, mate. Bye, bye, bye. bye. bye.